Hey, so just heads up, listening back to the recording, uh, this was the first time I had done a group recording, and uh, when we were recording it, my microphone was fine, but uh, listening back to it, it's kind of choppy, it uh, speeds up and slows down at times, it's very bizarre, uh, so just a heads up on that, everyone else came through fine, but for me, uh, there's a couple times where it just sounds a little, little wonky, so uh, just heads up on that, but anyways, uh, enjoy the episode. All right, man, here at XCN23, I hope you all had a very productive and stimulating on your goals, working on your dreams, making my dreams come true, including taking in many artistic endeavors, including many films that we talk about on the show. So I uh, have a couple acquaintances here, some smart little acquaintances here. We're going to talk about some films, talk about some Blu-ray releases, and discuss the milieu of different sorts of cinema. So I guess I'll introduce uh, you know one of these gentlemen after another. First, I'm kind of doing this sort of thing, so because with me uh anyways man all right so i guess uh try to form this way i can so uh first off i guess the first person whom i asked to be a part of this this guy a uh, good guy smart guy i guess guy tyler right here hopefully his microphone is working on this one hello uh, okay i was like i thought you i thought your microphone messed up on you again i'm like this is a bad time for that uh uh mason is here also a good guy a very smart man mason you want to say hello hello very cool very cool and we got uh another guy right here uh he knows what he's talking about he's a funny guy fun guy to be around we got this guy tony right here man you can't see it right now he's flexing for the camera all the ladies are going crazy it's tony say hi to the people <gasps> What's up? Oh, I thought you weren't just gonna say anything. You, <laughs> I uh, when you sat back with that beverage in your hand. Nah, those are just my sex noises. Hey, you're talking about. Oh, <laughs> uh, fair enough. Hey, reach around, man. You gotta reproduce the world. But hey, man, we're here to talk about our favorite Blu-ray and 4K release of 2023. Uh, I want to ask you guys uh, kind of a couple of questions before we get into it. Kind of sort of questions we can all kind of dive into this, man. Uh, you know, but general kind of questions, because what I like about you guys, right, is that I think we all have a lot of the same kind of taste in film, but we all kind of go off in our own different ways, man. So the four of us, we have our niches, have what we know best, but we also can go off and talk about different kind of variants on film. So let me ask you guys this as a couple of questions right off the bat uh, is uh, when it came to 2023, were you guys like? When you guys are putting together your list, let me ask this. What, what was the basis of your list? Were you looking at films in general or special features or transfers or what, what made up your guys' list, man? Um, mine was more of a combination of like it's uh, a couple things and like you kind of weigh them all like in, in, in proportion for everything. Um, there was, I kind of went by, like, quality, like, there's some that was, like, the quality of release, like, how big of a release was it to release this particular film, how good of, like, a release with, like, was it, what did it come with? You can kind of, like, make cases for everything, but, like, I would say the biggest things are, like, um, quality release and, like, how big of it was it to release this, like, this movie, like, in particular, these movies. Uh, Tony, where are you guys coming at when it comes to your list? Uh, for me, <clears throat> it started with like more of a personal choice, like stuff that I really want to get okay, that's gotten a release finally. And then based off of that, I would go by just like, yeah, 
probably the transfer before anything else. Very cool. Very cool. Mason, what about the you? The majority of mine right? is like movies that I've really wanted to see get a collector's edition or a fancy, fancy release. Otherwise, maybe like just an interesting blind buy or just something that came out of nowhere that really impressed me. You know, Mason, I'm glad you brought that up. Some questions for you guys after your list. But one of the questions that I had that I ultimately took off the list just in case was for any of you guys, was there a, a block? And by love this year that you watched that you're just like wow man that was a really exceptional film that you hadn't seen before yeah and yeah. does anybody have any any films of the like uh, i have two that Three, like, so really stand out um one of them was hugh bows an elephant sitting still uh that movie i uh i literally traded some guy in the walmart parking lot that i like met on a 413 site and <laughs> I, I heard you talk about it. that one. Yeah, I, I heard you, went home and watched, and it was just like it was like four hours of just being glued to the screen. Yeah, yeah. But I thought that was a really. What was the other? And the other one is um, uh, one of the set, one of the Vinegar Syndrome partner labels put it out. I don't know which one, but um, it's the the Hourglass Sanatorium. Um, I thought that movie was oh, like, really cool phenomenal. Stuff. I haven't really stopped thinking about it since I saw it. I definitely want to watch it again soon. It's one of my favorite things I watched this year. My man, let me ask you this, because they put out a couple of that, and I apologize, I don't remember the filmmaker's name, but they put out a couple of us. They recently watched his film, How to Be Loved, about a couple months ago or so, and it was one of my favorite things I've watched this year. Have you watched uh, either of his no, films, watched either um, films. How to Be Loved? I'm probably going to pick up that I see that one's like on sale now. I'm hoping it still is like at the first of the year when um vinegar syndrome mm-hmm. kind of like that little oh, Mason left the room by the way. But yeah, um I wanna pick up both of those. I, think I can't I take this conversation. One first, but I, I definitely want to see more of his movies like the Hourglass Sanatorium, like is that movie it's like it's uh I it's so hard to even describe but like the movie, like really, really blew me away. Very cool stuff. That's been one next. Uh, I've been on my radar. The raid came out, and uh, Mason, what the hell are you drinking over there? Is that a Corona you got there? Yes, I'm pretending I'm on the beach. Dang. <laughs> hey man, it's a beautiful day. Well, in general, hey, that's a beautiful day mentality, man. You know, it's all about the mentality. I don't know about bro. today. It's a little cold out, but hey, you do you, ain't. Yeah, you got to live your life, man. Uh, Tony, what about you, man? You got any films that you saw for the first time this year because of the Blu-ray? Um, honestly, the first ones that come to mind are some of the Hong Kong movies that Vinegar Syndrome put out. Like, specifically, like, Biozombie. I really love that one. And that Made in Hong Kong, the three movie set that they put out earlier this year that had, like, Deadly Camp and whatnot. Like, like, wonderful box movies. And, yeah... yeah before like three years ago i haven't really been into hong kong so much but now i'm just like deep diving into so much of it look over those blurry i'm watching you oh i see them right oh yeah you grab me that's such a badass Gosh, man. Yeah. you got good hand i love hong kong hey, what's that anthony wong's film what's that is it the erotic angel or uh What's the what the Anthony Wong film in that set? That's uh, I'm blank uh, on it, but the first film, the Sexy Angel like or the Erotic, erotic or something. Exotic something I forgot. Erotic Devil, something or baby. Erotic, yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, hey, man, a rock baby, you go to jail for that. <laughs> they, yeah, they, got, they got that guy from Lost Prophets. He went to, he went to jail for that. They were, he was talking about too many yeah. rock. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jail. I know. <laughs> no, not, not the cat of nine tails. It's a different film. Um, uh, but yeah, I, I, got a, I got a handful of questions here. I'm going to direct, um, I like to kind of just shoot them on you uh, spontaneously, not to, not to think too long about it, and then throw us on for honorable mentions, all that good stuff. Um, so yeah, man, I mean, yeah, we all chose five, top five favorite uh, boutique or top five Blu-ray 4K labels, I'm sorry, releases of the year. Uh, you know, we, we included box sets, individual releases, Blu-rays, 4Ks, uh, VHSs, Betamax tapes, Laserdiscs, you know, I go to Best Buy, say, there's a Laserdisc section, they say what they talk about, you know, it's insanity. But anyways, man, uh, I guess we're going to circle here. What was that, man? Fast yeah, food. Uh, oh, yeah, it's a fast food. loop. I'm going to uh, Because... You think it said fast? Uh, because uh, I'm looking at the screen right now. Uh, I don't know. Hey, did you watch? Uh, you watch Good Burger too? Was that any good? No, I didn't see it. Every time I yeah. tried to play it on my Paramount app, it like showed an error. So I'm like, really? well, I guess I'm not watching this. The movie. Paramount app is so bad for that. Oh my oh, god! Yeah, yeah what the I never fuck? use the app. <laughs> well, I, I don't know why I still have it. I'm getting rid of it. Wow. it sucks. I want to watch. Haven't watched. No, there's a. Uh, that. Next thing is that these streaming titles, man, they don't come to the Blu-ray. There's so many films, uh, The Other Side of the Wind, Dolomite is My Name. You know, there's these great films that are not on Blu-ray that are going to be lost to time on some digital kind of streaming service, man. It's just nonsense, but uh, I digress either way. Preaching the choir on that one. But I suppose we're going to circle. I'm looking at the screen here. Tyler, your, your screen is the biggest, so we'll start off with you, man. Do you want to start off with your number five, or do you want to kick somebody else? My number, I'll start off my number five. All right, so very cool, very cool. Kick it off, man. My number yeah. five. It's more of uh, it was a bit. I think it's kind of a big deal. This movie kind of made it to Blu-ray, and I'm kind of skimpy about buying short movies on Blu-ray. I kind of feel like I'm getting cheated. So this one got put in a set, and I just thought like this was like the perfect way to present all these movies, and that is the Tom Browning's Sideshow Shockers from Criterion. And now, folks. If you'll just step this way, you are about to witness the most amazing, the most astounding living monstrosity of all time. Friends, she was once a beautiful woman. A royal prince shot himself for love of her. She was known as the peacock of the air. Uh, obviously, Tet pulled by Frank. Also, also featuring the unknown and the mystic, which I've heard are both like really good. And the moves I probably would have not went and like seeked out otherwise, but since you put them in this set together, it like it makes it more digestible to just get these all together. Uh, I watched. I checked out Freaks. Freaks looks real good. Um, and it's just like, you know, it comes with the usual stuff that Criterion comes with. It looks really nice. It's got art on the inside and the outside. It's a nice little fold-out piece. And, yeah, uh, I just think it's kind of a big deal that these all got put out together. And in a package like this, like, you really can't beat it. Noise. Tyler, let me ask you this. Have you seen Freaks previously? Uh, I've seen Freaks previously, and I haven't seen either of those. But I haven't seen either of the other two. 
but like from the one time I saw Freaks uh, compared to this, you can definitely see like um, a significant like cleanup in the in the quality of it. Believe me, that was stuck on a archive DVD for so many years. So the fact yeah. that it not only got an eventual Blu-ray, but it got a Mystic and the Unknown. I believe one of those. Crit- if I'm wrong, I think one of those was previously unavailable for a while. Uh, it's just such a one right there, man. I think Criterion really knocked out of the park on that one. Yeah, they could have just put Tony or Mason, either, either itself, you, and it would have been I, sweet. Up that, uh, yeah, it's like it's uh, they're all short. Oh, for sure, man. Too. So like it's like really cool to like just get them all on a set together and like I like you don't you don't feel bad about throwing three movies on a set like it's just like sometimes don't you feel like a little cheated like when you buy like a sixty five minute movie on Blu Ray. Uh, yeah, I do it all the fucking time buying shit. Oh, dude, buying yeah, of Saturn's core and whatnot. Yeah, so like it just like it feels like a nice way to like even all that out. <laughs> Did any of you guys ever buy the violence from uh, I don't know who put it out, but it was uh, those two short films that were like 10 minutes each, man. Um, and I'm this is cool, and then the, the credits came up, and I'm like, man, it's been 10 minutes. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> Did you guys ever pick up that DVD? <laughs> Wait, what the fuck are you talking about? I don't know who put it up. The violence movie. It was like it was like these uh, uh these like really like lowly short films kids made in the eighties. It got released yeah, a couple years ago on DVD was, from uh, MVD, right? I think I you might be right about that. I, yeah, I don't. They're I mean they're cool, but they're they're ten minutes. You know, it's like you watch them and then you move on with your life. Yeah, I think I bought those for like $2 during an MVD like Black Friday sale. And yeah, I have not watched them at all. I think my my stupid ass bought that for like 20 bucks at the archive, you know? It's like, I remember I sat down and watched them. I'm like, oh my gosh, man, you know? I mean, I mean stuff, don't get me wrong, but I mean, that's $10 a movie right there, man. Are you kidding me? I love one of the archive Anyways, stores but, so much. Yeah, you fucked up. Yeah, I mean, they're going to get... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's back to my life story right there. But uh Todd, you have anything else you want to say about freaks? Anything else you want to say about the collection or anything like that? Uh it just it's like a signet I think I mean, it's smoking like, dope on camera, that's wild. <laughs> I just devil's think watching it, man. He ain't gonna be liking that. Well the devil's watching the freaks too. <laughs> but yeah, like it would have been enough to just put freaks out, but like the fact you got it in this set, like what these two other movies from the, from Todd Browning is just super cool. It all fits together. It's like it's no those other movies I would have never seeken out otherwise, and like I probably would have never bought like a single release with those or even those two like on the same disc. So it's like it's just like really sick to like put all these with freaks and then like let you buy it at like a reasonable price, and. Criterion, whether they're for you or not, like they always like, uh, they do a really good job in like their presentation most of the time, and this is one of their better ones. For sure, man. Especially a lot of like genre fans who are looking at a lot of Criterion stuff. They're like, oh, they're not putting out as much horror or this and that. But then you get this or Night of Living Dead, these really kind of big kind of temple movies where you're like, oh my gosh, this is great. It's getting a proper release, you know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's phenomenal stuff right there. Um, uh, Tony, you're next on my screen, so why don't you kick into your number five? Well, very on brand of you, Tyler, to pick a Criterion movie. <laughs> it's very on brand of me to pick a Vinegar Syndrome movie. And this is an 80s slasher movie, of course. One that was only available in a crappy, super dark VHS print. 
And now we have a shiny new 4K of Terror at 10 Killer. Oh, shit. Uh, look, Mr. Uh... Preacher. Just call me Preacher. Preacher? Why did I call you that? I guess because my daddy named me that. Hey, babe. You and me got some serious problems. We gotta work a few things out. You know what I mean? I'm going to catch you. I don't think Josh is going to give up his plans easily just because I'm not sure I want them anymore. You know, Chan, I've had just about enough of you butting into other people's business, and I'm going to put a stop to it. And as for you, this isn't over. Those two sweet little old things are going to get mighty lonesome out here without anybody taking care of them. Guess I'll have to keep an eye on them. Me, the only person in the fucking world <laughs> oh, wow. who right. ever have that on a top five list. <laughs> I don't care. If you have, if you've watched this, <clears throat> it is like the most gorgeous like 4K I've ever seen in my life. It is ridiculous how good this movie looks compared to what it looked before, and that's literally the only reason why I picked it. And it went from like a three or a four out of ten to like a six point five or a seven out of ten, just based on how much better it looks and being able to actually see half the movie now. That was one where, like, I'd never seen it before, and I felt like I could see that the 4K was really, really good, you know? Like, sometimes I don't really tell the difference, but it was beautiful. Yeah, it's so, so good looking. Yeah. Yeah, I just, like, love that Vinegar Syndrome, like, makes movies that have no business looking as good as they do, like, that good. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Well, that's the crazy part. These films have the craziest, like, gnarliest elements. You know, and they, they, they turn it into these beautiful kind of pristine works. I look better with contemporary films. Are you kidding me? For sure. So did you have that did you have that film on DVD beforehand? Yeah. So VCI put out like a oh, double feature that has that in the last slumber party. So of course I have to keep that one until they eventually put the last slumber party on Blu-ray. Somebody. But that movie is like half shot on. You have been too well. Meter. What the last summer party? Mm-hmm. And it's a piece of shit. So who knows whenever that? Oh, okay. Happen. Do you think if if that got announced on Blu-ray soon, would you pick it up? Even if it wasn't Vinegar Syndrome, if it was like another company, would you go out of your way to pick up that that film? Of course, I have to. It's like my duty. <laughs> I was gonna say. Tony, you're, you're, you're a connoisseur of the most nonsense films. You're the only guy I know. I can name a nonsense film, and eight out of ten times you got it on DVD, and you can tell me an essay about it, which is ridiculous. So I'm not surprised <laughs> that you have Terrence Clerch. Here's the fun film. I got it, but I, you know, you, you get so many bigger titles. You're like, oh, I'll get to it. Get to it here and there. That's why, like, you're like, uh, you're, you're like, shift like, for all the titles. You sift through all of it. You pick up the good and the bad, and you're like, no way, man. You gotta get this one. You gotta get that one, you know? It's ridiculous. You're a madman, but in a great way, you know? Yeah. Honestly, I can't really explain it. (laughs) Just, like, really shitty, like, shot $15,000 in 2003. That kind of tickles my G-spot. Was it you who turned me on to pick up the Masturbating Gunman? I don't know if I bought that in the last Severance sale, and I don't. Okay, who? I don't know who it was then. Somebody and I did, uh, but I haven't. It hasn't shown up yet. But I, I thought it was you. Maybe not. Um, I saw that one. 
but I'm sure you probably. What's up? Chugging a beer. I still haven't cool. watched the masturbating gunman. Do you have it? No, not yet. Sounds a rock. Everything with masturbating gun. It's. I mean, I hope so, man. Mason's over here. Uh, anyways, Tony. <laughs> Moving up there. Mason, don't sit. Off. What? Mason, put the beer bottle down. Pick the Bible up. Tell us your number. Oh, five oh. Film of twenty twenty. Shout out to the Tony totally. VHS art that uses the Southern Comfort poster as like the basis. <laughs> this lady in front of it. That's fantastic. That that is a blur, right? Southern Comfort. Yeah, the, yeah. From Shell Factory. I like using four KX. For sure, and I will be buying. Mason, that. man. All right. My Mason's number five. Also number five. Uh, Who's in the teams? Okay. So, on brand with my list is pretty much all-time favorites of mine that got a 4K upgrade or a cool little addition. So, and also on brand for me to pick out a movie that's going to make me lose all credibility with the audience, but it's Scream 3 on 4K. Steelbook, brother. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Like scary movies. Number one, the body count is always bigger. Number two, the death scenes are always much more elaborate. What do you know about trilogies? All I know about movie trilogies is that in the third one, all bets are off. Hello, Sydney. Welcome to the final act. <laughs> As always, like to God bless you. Uh, passionately express, I'm a big fan of Scream Three. I can watch it anytime, and it's just just a fun little fucking hilarious movie. I know that it's not as scary as it should be, or you know, I don't know, as well written, but. I have a huge soft spot in my heart for it. I love it. Scream so 3, Steelbook, 4K, looks beautiful. It's appropriate timing with the Scream 7 uh, kind of production issues that they've been having. That we were just talking about that before we uh, got on the audio here. So, uh, you know, what, what are your high hopes for the future of the uh, Scream franchise? Are you optimistic? Pessimistic? Uh, what are you hoping for? God, man, that's a loaded question, right, Tony? <laughs> But uh, I don't know. I don't know. I hope I hope Nev can come back. Honestly, like I'm gonna support any screen movie, but if they never come back with another one, I'm not gonna be hurt about it. Yeah, as long right, as good it's just, it's, killing people, I don't give a fuck. Honestly, right, right. You just just kill off these batch of kids and just yeah. get us some new ones. I'm not yep. feeling a lot of the. And then with the the fucking Dude, casting, I, like, I don't like them anyway. The core four sucks. I'll say it. If I if I don't see him again, I'm I'm good. But. Yeah, it's fine. Six left off pretty well, like a pretty definitive ending. If they wanted to leave it, Big deal. who cares? Yeah, like it's almost like a blessing in disguise that like Nev wasn't involved because then they could just shift it back to Nev away from them. Yeah, yeah. And they could just write him out. Yeah. So you guys are kind of hoping for the series to be kind of done at this point after Scream Six, just kind of let it be. I don't hope for it, but if it does, that's cool. 
I don't know. You know. No, I want like thirty screen movies. Well, yeah, I don't, sure. I don't, I don't even care anymore. anymore. Like, just like, dude, if you throw another one, Tony, you want thirty terror screen movies. If you throw another one of these in the theaters every year, like, I'll go see one every year. It is what it is. Like, you make you make thirty yeah. saw. I don't care. Yeah, saw. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, yeah, Saw X is fucking sweet. So yeah, I want to see more of that shit. I want, I want <laughs> to flip to a point where, like, by the time I forgot his name, by the time Tobin Bell passes on, like that, there will be an equal amount of Saw movies with like an AI Tobin Bell as there was with Tobin Bell. I can't wait for that shit. It's to gonna start. be like, uh, <laughs> like they just like just have It'll be like 2065, and it'll be like all like 37 featuring Tobin Bell's likeness. <laughs> Dude oh, died like yeah. 40 years ago. Right. Well, I want to play a game. Like, they fucking mark out. Now, Mason, with the, uh, with the Scream 3 release, was there, is that... Was that... The first, and it was on Blu-ray, or is that from a pre? No, it's, I'm sorry, on 4K. Like, it's was that on any of the, the features? I don't know what fucking other features. I have okay. That, but I just like that it's on 4K and it got a steel book, so I got all the screams in the steel book, brother. So all we need now is a Scream Four, not be enough. Oh yeah, I guess uh, yeah, Scream Four still needs 4K and steel books. Scream 4 is hella. Steel book. Yeah, that'll be on my 2011 list. Is hella what? I, already is Scream 5? I haven't seen that since it came out. It's good. It's awesome. Does mm. uh, Scream 5 and 6 have steel books? Nah. You would think so. Yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah, they'll come around to 4. Oh, they, they, yep. they want your money. Like, they'll come to 4. I've got Scream 5 on Steelbook. That's the only one I have. Yeah, yeah Mason will buy them all up. So they're in business for another couple of years, man. Yeah, screen fun. Still look. Oh, that very cool. Yeah, very, very cool. Doing the old foundation, you get to a certain point. We'll just call it the first one, and then make a sequel. They're like, ah, oh, let's call it the next one. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. But uh, it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, whatever. It'd be, you know, it is good. No one really that they went from the foundation nation to the fifth one because the fifth one's so. It's just like whatever. It doesn't matter. Who cares? You know. But uh, tweaks their own. But uh, all right, well, I guess it's up to me, man. So uh, I don't have a webcam, so I can't really show it to you guys. I'm kind of holding up, looking at it. But my number five is, uh, you know, I was kind of going back and forth between a couple of titles on this. Kind of have to go for, uh, you know, a film that I had known for. I've talked about it on my own show many, many a time. It's a film that just you know means a lot to me. I really just a big fan of the filmmaker. This is from. One of Vinegar Syndrome's partner, partner, we should say, uh, from Factory 25. It's, this is uh, Andrew Brzezowski's film debut from 2002, uh, released in 2005. His film, Funny Ha Ha. Hello, hello. Listen, I was talking to my sister. She was trying to encourage you to make a move on me. I mean, she, you know, I, she brought it up. I just, um... I think probably 90% of the guys that you know are uh, totally head over heels in love with you, and uh, perhaps you don't even notice. You don't know. You don't know any of the people that I know. I don't know if I'm supposed to know. Are you guys married? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah. Well, we didn't have a Big plan. Time. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's crazy. Yeah. It's, I mean, congratulations. <laughs> 
And this is a film that stars uh, a lot of uh, first-time actors, a lot of actors at this, but it's, uh, it's definitely the beginning of a lot of the mumblecore kind of films that would come out in the 2000s. You know, think of like Dubum's uh, films by like Aaron Katz, um, you know, a lot of those, and Noah Bobak to a certain extent when he came back to stuff. Like, and this is a film that I've seen twice now, and it's a film you're either going to be really on board with it or not, because it's a lot of these characters sort of hanging about dealing with their own kind of personal issues. We have this main character, um, Marnie, who I apologize, I don't know the actor's name, I don't remember it right now, but she doesn't really know what she wants to do with her life. She's hanging out with a lot of these people and sort of just kind of going about her life. And this is a film that I find very uh, uh, very cozy. I, I enjoy hanging out with these characters for this allotted period of time. I enjoy Angel Bukowski's very uh, simple direction where he just sort of allows the characters to sort of mingle about with one another. Um, this is the first time it's been on Blu-ray. I looked it up and it has been on a previously limited Blu-ray, but with, with a new trailer and all that, but this is a new 20-minute interview with Andrew Bajowski from 2022 where it reflects on the 20th year. Um, and since then, he's, he's made many, many, many terrific films. He's done computer chess, um, Beeswax, mutual appreciation uh he's an excellent filmmaker and this is one that uh, if you're if you're with you're going to be totally with and if you're not you're going to be totally not uh, but this, this one that's really grown on me and uh both times i've seen it and i just quickly become a real soft spot for this film and uh looking forward to watching it again uh with time passed so anyways that's my number five Angel bujalski's funny haha any of you have seen this film or have any reference points not at all. <laughs> no, I remember you uh, referring that to me when that was a like available to pre-order, and I didn't get it. Mason, what about you? Anything? Um, sounds cool, but no, not familiar with it, buddy. Well, with that, we're gonna move right on to Tyler. Tyler, what do you got for number four? All right, uh, I got another set again. Nice. And this one's got. More than a couple directors, um, and it comes from 88 Films, and it's the In the Line of Duty set. Nice. Uh, remember our I'll get those three cops, don't worry. Here's a photo we found on the body. His two friends are the same ones on the plane. Proving what we already suspected. There was a connection. The bomb, we think. Maybe some sort of revenge. It's obvious who his targets are. You three. You want to help me? Look the other way. I thought this was a really nice. sick release. You got a lot of movies that for the first time on Blu-ray. But uh, I think what really stands out is like this release is like so nice. It's like a nice hard box. They all have individual cases. with all have reversible art. So you can have like the original Hong Kong arts like I like on it. And... Like, all it comes with posters, it comes with, like, a book, it comes with, like, everything like you'd want, and I just, like, I love, like, just when you can get, like, a whole set of movies like this and just run through them. Hell yeah, brother. And, yeah, they all look good. That was, like, a really good, sh- really good early showing for this company, and I, like, I buy anything that's, like, Hong Kong from them. That's kind of, like, my new addiction for this year. Well, it's great to see a lot of labels picking up a lot of the Hong Kong titles, too, because even look at Criterion, they just announced the Heroic Trio and yeah, another Hong film Kong. set with Michelle Yeoh. Hong Kong's hot now. Like, this is, that's the jam. This is great, man. I mean, look at the releases we've got in the past couple of years. The Untold Story, 
Taxi Hunter, Ebola Syndrome, all of the Jackie Chan stuff, when he was doing stuff in Hong Kong. Um, I mean, it's just, it's just, right now, it's just such a good time for a lot. I mean, look at um, Error 444. How many fours are that? 4444. Four, four, four. They're putting out a lot of those really off in Hong Kong, but it's just, uh, yes, yeah, smarter man than I. Yeah. But uh, it's great to see a resurgence of a lot of these films. Dude, these movies are just like. Oh, look at so Man Behind the Sun. All three of them. These movies are just like so much fun. They're like, they never really overstay their welcome. Like, they're just like. I don't know, like they remind me of that like video store era of like going to like Blockbuster in the 90s and just like combing through combing through like the old sections like they have they kind of like that's they kind of have that feeling to them anything with that is like a soft spot for me mm, same yep for, for sure yeah no for sure man for a lot sure. of those are just total discoveries that may not have the most availability but then you know you unearthed or 88 films eureka or any of these companies just any like oh my gosh man how have i been saving this so long, you know. Look at Taxi Hunter. We finally got that this year, and that's just such a wild, ridiculous, fun film uh, with um, Anthony Wong's the great kind of vigilante film. And eighty-eight films should put out the Untold Story as well. And Unearth have that fantastic Blu-ray. It's just a, I mean, I mean there's still plenty to, to get from, obviously, but it's just a wonderful, wonderful time to get a lot of these films right now in in, in beautiful condition. Any release, of course. But all right, man. Anything else you want to mention with that, or do I move on? Ah, uh, we can move on, but yeah, they, they all, I just fucking love these Hong Kong movies now, and they all just fucking rule. So, great set. Tony, what's your favorite Hong Kong film, Tony? All-time favorite Hong Kong movie? Uh, no. I'm on the spot. Alright, well, in that case, what's your number four? Anything. I can't even pick a favorite band, food, movie. <laughs> To me, like that doesn't even exist. Favorite depends on like what you're I have the definitive, like most on brand, like favorite Hong Kong movie. What is the title? Lay it, uh, lay it on us, like right on ball. <laughs> In the mood for love. love. Oh, right, right, right. <laughs> uh, all right. Yeah, all right. You bastard! There's not even any action sequences in that. How are you gonna watch that film? There's no gunplay. There's no nothing. Nope. Do you think it's been improved? There was a gun battle in the middle of it. Probably. I'm not gonna lie. It's already massive. I agree. But like I wouldn't like if at some point like Maggie Chun like whipped out a gun and shot someone in the face, like that would have been cool. Uh Tony, speaking of getting shot in the face, number four, what do you got? <clears throat> so this will probably be the only time this company will be in like a top five release ever. And this is also a box set. And also very important to me, and that is that's trauma. And these 4Ks look absolutely amazing. Meet little Melvin. He's a 90-pound weakling. Everyone hated Melvin. Yeah, I'm gonna take this mop and shove it down your throat. They teased him. I wanna do it with you. Okay. They taunted him. They tormented him until he had a horrifying accident and fell into a vat of nuclear waste. Transforming little Melvin into a hideously deformed creature of superhuman size and strength. Melvin became the Toxic Avenger. The 
first superhero born out of nuclear waste. Holy shit! I don't know what it was, but it saved my life. Just like that last box set, we all have reversible cover poster art. They all have subs. They all have special features. They all look amazing. And yeah, this is the perfect thing to buy if you're a Toxic Avenger fan. And now I don't have to buy them ever again. It's literally definitive <laughs> and happy. Nice. I, I'm sold. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and apparently Vinny transfers to all okay. those and good on them for that. And it's nice having like the uncut. Yeah, that was a big thing. That. What was that? Oh, go on, sir. Oh, I think I cut you off by accident. There's a little bit of a delay, so continue on with what you were gonna say. Now you asked a question. What were you gonna say? Not even. Oh yeah, that was ages ago. Okay. Well. Oh, we've moved on. Yeah, we've moved on, Dan. <laughs> Sorry. We're far gone, man. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I have. Like, I'm just really happy that those movies are available in such a pristine, like, transfer. With subs, thank you very much, because I'm obsessed with subtitles on literally everything. <laughs> I thought it's because you were a sub. That's why you like it so much. <laughs> in that I wish. <laughs> she, we wish. What the hell, what the hell is going on there, man? I wish. What's the other? Don't do that, man. You got you got too much to do. You got too much life. What's it? If you pick one other trauma film, you could pick one other trauma film to get a 4K. What would it be? Ooh. Right now, one that hasn't had one, probably. Oh boy. Uh, probably Evil Clutch, the Italian like Evil Dead ripoff. What the hell is that? Because <laughs> like a lot of. Old movies from the eighties that only had a VHS release. It's so dark and you can't see shit. That's so like, off the board. <laughs> I feel like there's a good movie hidden in there somewhere. Four K is gonna bring it out. It's so off the board. Oh my god. <laughs> so, I don't know if it's because I'm not like really a horror guy, but I'm like I don't know these movies. <laughs> like you guys know more than I do. I'm sure that you like the is a big world-renowned film, but. Uh, yeah, I'm just a big fan, so I've seen almost probably everything they've put out. But that's one of the big ones. Okay. It's like a distributed movie. They didn't produce it or anything. What's that one that... I'm blanking on every name. There's one they did that doesn't have Blu-ray yet. It's uh, Screenplay, I think? Or it's... Uh, what the hell yeah, Screenplay. Um, yeah. Oh, okay. Does that, that doesn't have Blu-ray, right? No, that barely has. It's just like Evil Clutch and everything else. It's got just a really shitty, like full, like frame transfer VHS standard shit. And that movie's really cool, and it would really look good on Blu-ray. I mean, with Vinegar, seeing so many of the trauma titles of late, you know, like Mother's Day, Rabbit Grannies, a lot of stuff, and you know, Severin grabbing my cock and and all that. Um, it's not out of the line. I mean, those are all well, actually, it's combat shit. Actually, no, Robert Green. So, yeah, you know what? forget what I'm going to say. I'm, gonna, I'm immediately kind of shifting my whole point there. So, it could happen. It could happen. Let's just think about that. As I, as I was talking, I'm like, I'm immediately contradicting myself. Anyways, before I embarrass myself even more, anything else you want to say before we move on? 
Nope. I'm good. Okay. Mason, you, you're you a madman over there. You're drinking some more beer. If it's not a beer, like it's your life depending on it. Yeah, you know. All right, number four. It's the holidays. God bless you, Mason. Uh, it's probably going to be like my what is it, Scream two? buy of the, of the year. Um, from Vinegar Syndrome and what I usually go to Vinegar Syndrome for releases like this. And uh, it's 30 years old now. And speaking of Hong Kong, this is from Hong Kong director Godfrey Ho, and it's undefeatable. Yes. Hello, Anna. Most serial killers were seriously abused or neglected as children. They kill to get back at their abusers. I mean, this guy is obviously taking revenge on some woman. Don't leave me, Mommy. We've got a lot to learn about police work. Paul Taylor goes by the street name Stingray. You know him? He's pretty brutal. That's why they call him the Stingray. This movie kicks ass, and thanks to VS for helping me discover it. Hallelujah. Yeah, that's a big one. Mason, I got wanting to have on Blu-ray for fucking forever. Yeah. Mason, I got good news for you. You're going yeah. to college. <laughs> All right. We enrolled you in college without you knowing. It's great, man. <laughs> Undefeatable is great, man. That's a great choice right there. I love how sleazy that movie is. Yo, it was yeah. Borderline too sleazy. Just but it was it was awesome. It's like literally on the line. It is well, like I could even show it to my <laughs> friends. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I would, yeah. I mean, he gets a, a hook through the, through the jaw, man. I'd love to be kicked in the face by Cynthia. Was that how? It's like, you're making this really enticing. I'm glad that a lot of those uh, Cynthia Roth rock films are finally getting releases, because she did, like, so much of that in the 90s, it seems like, that, coming, uh, in brother. the past couple of years. Oh, for sure, man, because I think it was primarily a lot of the VSAs that were being put out that way, but, because... Um, Correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't have the Blu-ray here, or the 4K, or whatever, but Undefeatable is just a straight Vigor release, correct? It's not like yeah, a VSA or something like Yeah. And remember they were calling it like... It's not a what? A slasher adjacent or something? I thought that was funny. Yeah, that was so fucking stupid. Because oh, it was... They keep uh, doing that. Halfway to Black Friday surprise title. Because <laughs> it was Night Screams and Undefeatable, and they'd call them both slashers, and I was like, well... <laughs> well, not really. I mean, they both. I like them both. Ain't no one getting slashed in that. They did it again with that Black Room movie from the Black Friday sale. Now it's like not a fucking slasher movie at all. It's like some weird, like art housey vampire movie. Yeah, yeah. I really liked it. I thought that it was neat, uh, but not a slasher. Yeah, I dug it too. It was fucking sweet. Yeah. I thought it was almost like. True, when they were talking about it. It was last year, what? Last year, when they released Blood Delirium, and it, like, totally blew me out of the water. Or something off. I don't know. Blood Delirium was sweet. It was so crazy. That's like, that movie is, like, unbelievable. I can't I believe it exists. Dude. Dude, I just, like, every five seconds of that movie, I'm like, what the fuck is going on? It's so awesome. I love movies like that. You guys are so much deeper in the Vinegar Syndrome lore than I am. I feel all classed. <laughs> Dude, you'd love these ones. Tyler, what's your favorite Vinegar Syndrome title? I don't know. I'd have to think about it. I also, like, I'm still in the phase where, like, I don't remember. Don't say Drop Dead Fred. 
I don't have that one. Uh, Off the top of my head, I kind of want to say Ebola syndrome. Word. It's a great film. Yeah. Um, for many yes. Oh, or Writing Wrong. It's one of those two. Writing Wrong was cool. Yeah, Can like, I Rothrock, I've never watched, like, Asian movies. I, I'm, like, I'm still in that, like, phase where, like, I haven't really differentiated between the partner labels yet, so I just call everything that I can get from their website Vinegar Syndrome. <laughs> Fucking noob. That's fair. That's definitely fair. I buy it, adding like, labels, so it's, like, labels, labels, so it's not hard for me to differentiate. Yeah, same. And now I just started like, buying them, like, this year. Like, I, like, my first, like, I had a couple titles here and there throughout the year before, like, that they, like, really turned into a specialty label. But, like, I bought a shit ton at Rock and Shop last year, and then, then I started collecting Vinegar Syndrome. So I really haven't been in their game long. Yeah, lucky for me, I've been collecting them for probably since they started. So it's just been easy for me to just to keep going with them. But starting, like, last year, that shit's probably so overwhelming to, like, just... Yeah, look. I just kind of, like, just look for stuff I like, and I try to take advantage of the sales and just pick I up... I feel bad for motherfuckers just now getting into Vinegar Syndrome, like, damn. <laughs> there's, like, honestly, though, like, there's, I don't... There's, like, a ton of stuff that, like, I, it's really better for me to be choosy with, like, Vinegar Syndrome anyway, because I probably would not have a good time of just buying all their stuff. So there's some stuff I buy from them that I think is, like, future, and it just looks way better than it needs to be. <laughs> What's the what? Vinegar Syndrome movie you're most uh, regretted? The most I've uh, the worst one I've probably bought. Uh, I've given um, away all the ones that I hated. I know that. Ah, uh, I really, I got a cheap. But I really didn't like that, like stupid, like Jeffrey Epstein movie. Like scary of the sixty first. Yeah, I know. I got I that like super yet. cheap. Uh, and there was another it. set I bought. It had like two like Giallo knockoffs on it. Like one was like nothing underneath or something like that. Oh, two yeah, people to die yeah. Them. And I thought they were both just fucking ass, but they looked so. Cool. <laughs> I, I, I thought, thought those were great. So. Bad. <laughs> I was like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> I will admit though that "Too Beautiful to Die" was literally. It just felt like a behind the scenes of a music video. Yeah, like, like there's like barely a plot. Yeah, like I was like, these are just like they just like we're gonna kill hot Italian women. Like, all right, and like I'm pretty sure like never made any sense at all. Like even for a Giello. Who, who directed Too Beautiful to Die? That sounds familiar. I don't know. It's probably right behind me. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. You're, you're the, probably sitting in front of it. I think it was directed by the same person. I know that one's. It's like an in name only sequel. Or not yeah. even in It's no nah, nothing. Way. Nothing underneath must be the first title that's on the other side of the room. Yeah. Well, then we'll never know. Yeah. Nope. So, so be it, I guess. <laughs> but oh, wait. Thanks a lot, Tyler. I have ends over here too. Hold on a second. I just remember. Don't that. knock any, any more Blu-rays over. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. It's right here. <laughs> <laughs> All right, yeah. Beautiful to Die was directed by. <laughs> yeah, I'm just stupid. Andreas Schaus. I wish. Why can't I, like, what am I stupid? I can't see this. You're too high. Waiting. Probably. It's like, I'm just, like, know. looking at the back of it, like, yeah, put, oh, where's the name going to pop out at? Is that even right film? You just look at the back of, like, uh, Salt of Precinct 13 or something. 
I can't fucking tell. I'm too stoned for this. My man. <laughs> the vape down. Uh, the Bible up. Damn. Even Tony's like, know, I'm leaving, why, man. I can't take the, this anymore. The, he right, he where, ran where, out the room. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where it says his name on here, but... Yeah, sure. Even Mason left. Mason can't take this anymore. I blame him. <laughs> Everyone has to take a leak. Now they're gone. It's just you and me. Oh, baby. That's fair enough. They don't have Listen to me talk. You and I can talk about a film that I feel might be on your list. Actually, I think I probably have a good feeling that it's on your list. But it's my number four, which was a film I haven't watched in at least a decade or so. I've been waiting many, many, many a year for this to finally come out, not only on Blu ray, but on 4K from Criterion, from the master, Martin Scorsese. My number four is After Hours from 1985, starring Griffin Fun. It's not my fault. I didn't do it. I gotta tell who you didn't do what. Help! 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 Call the police! What's with you? Are you nuts or something? <laughs> Luckily, oh. there was this girl who saw the whole thing. You're dead, pal. I'm what? So now she's the one in the Mr. Softy ice cream truck who's trying to kill me. They're all trying to kill me. I mean, I just wanted to leave. You know, my apartment, maybe meet a nice girl. And now I've got to die for it, you know? What do you want from me? What have I done? I'm just a word processor. And this film is absolutely fantastic. I rewatched this recently on this new day. And what a fun, uh, tense, just ridiculous, uh, crazy kind of night film. You have Griffin Dunn in this film, who through some circumstances, gets himself stranded in the middle of New York and through one situation after another. Thank Mason for that. That's beautiful in the middle of like, talking right here. Uh, <laughs> through one instance after another, gets himself into deeper trouble, including a waitress who wants to be with him. Uh, there's a burglar on the loose who uh, may or may not be him, according to some of the people in the film. It's just ridiculous, man. This is one that I've only ever seen on DVD and watched this. My gosh, man. Mason is smoking dope over there. What is happening, Jesus. man? I'm looking over on the screen. And Jesus Christ, Mason. Mason, what are you life, man? Life is too short to be yeah, cool. Is it, though? Anyways, uh, you know what? That's in the eye of the beholder. And uh, I'm not going to say let me wrap this up here. We do some talking. He's got some brand new features, speaks from the man himself, including a new conversation between Martin Scorsese and writer Fran Leibowitz, as well as the ported over commentaries from Scorsese uh, on Amy Robinson. This is just such a. Every time I see this film, this is just such a fun, funny, exciting, just ridiculous film. And it's funny reading about this. They, they didn't know how to end this film, and ironically, it's got such a perfect ending. I love this film, and it's one of Scorsese's best in an already impressive filmography. And hey, he's got a new film out as well, so it's perfect. Number four is The 4K of Gentlemen. Have you seen this film? I really need this to. After Hours? Yeah, yeah. After Hours. I want yeah, I've seen After Hours a couple times. It's okay. <laughs> All right, Tyler, you need 
I love that movie. <laughs> Mason, don't scared. give the C, Kyle. This is not a full series talk about. <laughs> Mason's over here giving Hitler salutes. Whoa. He's like, you know what, guys? I just, uh, you know, it's great. Yeah. I just, I don't like. Yeah, it's a wonderful film, though. <laughs> oh Man, my gosh, like this is going on the internet forever, Mason. <laughs> is that why you won't watch Maestro, Mason? <laughs> well, it's because of goddamn Bradley Cooper. <laughs> oh, is that okay? I'm triggered. Um, but yeah, good timing. With um, this came out, you know, it's, it's just a great time. You know, we got this film out. We got, uh, I mean, you know, really, we had Rage and Bull just come out. Now we need King of Comedy. That you know, that could really use a. Ooh, King of That's one of his Ray. very yeah. best streets. We got yeah. Mean Streets as well, thank you. Yeah. I, uh, King of would be a good one to come out next. Yep, it'd be fantastic. That's, uh, that's all I got for number four, After Hours. Um, any, if, anyone else want to comment, or you want to move on, or anything of the such? Great release. Okay, Tyler, number three. Well, my next release also comes from Criterion, and I was trolling, because it's also After Hours. No shit! <laughs> 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 this movie's fucking <laughs> sick. This is like this is so much fun. Oh, anyone, anyone needs to see this movie. This, this, like I've seen this movie not on 4K, and it looks so fucking good on 4K. It sounds great. It's like it's just it's a quick like 90 minutes. You would never know Scorsese made this if you didn't like know it ahead of time. It's like nothing like anything in his filmography. It's like it's so much fun. It's got a bunch of the main cast from Home Alone. If that's not enough of a selling point. Who just fucking rules? <laughs> I like how they said it's all in point that uh, it's got a lot of the cast from Home Alone in it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the, you know. Gold. I'm glad you came around on After Hours about to smack you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. After those 30 seconds, I'm really glad you kind of uh, changed your tune on it. You know, it was very cool of you. <laughs> I was seething. Yeah. <laughs> I had, to, I, had to, I had to play the cards close to the chest. But yeah, it was a uh, request that it was well, okay. forever ago. And then ever, it was almost a meme, like, oh, After Hours isn't coming out yet. Okay. And then all of a sudden, like, here's the 4K. Suck it. Shut up now. It was a race to see whether After Hours or Men Behind the Sun would come out first. And I truthfully don't remember which came out first, but they both came out the same years. So I thought it's probably good enough. Yeah. I think after hours. Tony. Yeah. Am I up? Yeah. You guys yeah. there? Yeah, you're up. Okay. It went silent for a second. <laughs> well, anyways. Wait, so the next one is the only import on my list. And this is a movie that has had a checkered release history because apparently the producer is a piece of shit. I've never owned it until this release right here. And it is the second site, Martin 4K. Ooh. My name is Martin. I'm 84 years old. People think I'm crazy when I tell them how old I am. I'd like to be normal. I just have a sickness. The only way I can survive is by drinking blood. It's not easy living the way I do. I have to be careful all the time. But I'm pretty good at it. I think 
As I get older, I get better. I haven't been caught yet. Martin, another kind of terror. Beautiful. Back, uh, back in March, this is an amazing set, and it is literally a dream come true for any fan of this movie and a fan of George Romero. You guys have Tony, it? Tony, I do not. Oh, uh, I do have it. I, I don't have the box set, but I have the regular 4K I got the of simple it. one. Yeah. I almost got the simple one at um the archive. Mason, is that the three Blue you Ray. had to get this one in order to get both the 4K and the Blu-ray, and yes. I wanted both discs. I would need the 4K if I know it exists. That transfer was my projector doesn't Okay, so I have to have like yeah, my like downstairs capabilities. If it comes out in 4K, like I have to, like, and I don't own, it, I have to buy the 4K. That's just like a rule. Mm-hmm. But it, that's the thing. They, they, they second sight did such. A brilliant job with that transfer, man. It looks so good for a film that probably has the best elements. Like, it looks a little fuzzy at times, which is, you know, it's what it is. Doesn't really matter. But my gosh, man, rewatching it for this was like, was a yeah. I wa- I've I mean, only you guys... seen it once, and I watched it last year. And the transfer, like, they're not doing any justice, and I really wasn't that hot on it. But like, it Mason, was, what do you think about Martin? It was a rough watch, like, like you said, Martin. Yeah, you ever heard it? Yeah, I, I, I have it. Is that all right? It was good. It's okay. It's not, not very good. It's decent at best. I think I gave it a seven. <laughs> yeah, I think that's oh, what yeah. I gave Thumbs up out of ten. My favorite. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give a, th- a thumbs up out of ten. Was good enough for me. I can live with that. I can live with the thumbs up. Uh, yeah, I, mean, I, I love the period between uh, Night and Dawn where you have Romero who he follows up with uh, a total, you know, a total dead. He can do anything he wants. He can do another horror film. He can do this and that. What does he do? He follows it up with a feminist drama. There's always vanilla. Really fantastic. And then he does stuff like The Crazies and Martin, of course, and um, really interesting, different, unique films. And I think that's why Romero has really kind of solidified his own legacy. Listen, I, I love Carpenter. I love all those guys. I love Cronenberg. And, you know, that, that's all good stuff. But I, but I don't think any of them had quite the drastic shift in filmmaking that Romero did from Living Dead to There's Always Vanilla to that whole period. I think it's just so fascinating. And then he makes March, I think it's a flat-out masterpiece. I think it's a brilliant film. You know, he makes Dawn of the Dead, which in my opinion is, you know, one of the seminal pieces of art of the 20th century. But, uh, you know, I'm sure you guys say too much, I don't imagine, but it, it's just, just what a what a master of the art, man. Just a true genius as craft. Oh yeah, especially from like the seventies too. Even after Dawn of the Dead, when he came out with some shit like Night Riders, you know what I mean? It's like so different from literally anything else he ever did before that. I think Night Riders is one of the best films. I'm a big fan of that film. Yeah, I just watched that one recently for the first time. It fucking rocks. Would love to see. He was that a guy. Before. I completely agree with you on that. I feel like he was a guy who people kind of. Uh, uh, maybe the general public maybe kind of associated with just being these, uh, the, like, you know, these zombie films, but he was just such a smarter, just real smart guy, not with his, not just with his filmmaking, with his editing, with his writing, he was just, and even the, the amusement park, which, you know, finally got a release a couple of years ago, I mean, gosh, what a what an excellent film, short film that was, but uh, just brilliant stuff there, that's great, that's great number three, having Martin there. Um, uh, Mason, what do, you, what do you got for number three? Oh, I'm up already? Yep. 
Okay. Sure. Why not? My number three. If you uh, feel like it. On my list because it's my favorite movie of all time, and it got a 4K collector's edition. It's Natural Born Killer. Feared by thousands. I love you so much, baby. I love you. Watched by millions. We're fake. Can't stop fake. Nobody can. It's kind of like the Twilight Zone or something. Woody Harrelson, Juliette Lewis, Robert Downey Jr., and Tommy Lee Jones. What do you have to say to your fans? You ain't seen nothing yet. Natural Born Killers. In the media circus of life, they were the main attraction. Yes. Hell how's yeah. that now your number one? So I'll go into it when I. Yeah, how's it now your number one? Yeah. How's it now your number one? I think basically it's because, like, <laughs> I don't know. I already had a really cool release of it with all the same special features. And, you know, it's the same movie. It's just on 4K. But it's neat, but it's not like, ooh, ah, ooh, the way my number one is. So. But more to come on that. But still, great to get a collector's edition. Got the poster. I could go off on Natural Born Killers for six hours. But, yeah. Do it. Do it right now. It's, it's, yeah, I, I don't kind of worry. Do it. it right now. Tell us All your thesis. Stuff, the genius brother. Fuck I, Quentin Tarantino. God, like Tell us ten your beers thesis. Here. <laughs> yeah, I'll open another beer. Tell us your thesis. Hey, well, I saw a drink to this film. I could only imagine what it would be. My webcam's not on, so you can't see me, but I'm drinking to that film. Yeah, seltzer beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mace, let me ask you this. It's getting crazy tonight. Uh, Mason, have you seen, do you prefer the theatrical or the director's cut? Director's cut, easily, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you like the, the different ending, then. So, and prefer. I guess what is cool about this one versus the other, let's see, what's the other motherfucker that I have that I really like? Oh, yeah. So, this is the one that I've been on. It's like the Diamond Lux edition. Yeah, yeah. Fucking sweet thingy. Yeah. So, anyway. And, uh, but the new one has the Nine Inch Nails song at the end of it, which wasn't available previously, I guess. Something like that. Does this make sense to anybody? Oh, yeah. Nah, but that like sells me. I love Nine Inch Nails. Yeah, <laughs> so the song Burn hasn't been on any uh, edition before, at least Blu-ray, I think. And that was on the original soundtrack? Yeah, So, and I've never seen it like that. So that was cool for me. I finally got to see that version since it's on this version. So that was cool. Yeah, that's nice. huge. Yeah, so that's neat. And it does suit the film. Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a fantastic film, man. I, I know how much that film means to you, and I kind of suspected that the 4K would be on your list. Um, let me ask this, Mason. I mean, I, it's, a, it's, a, it's a dumb question even to ask what your favorite Oliver Stone film is. Cause favorite. Um, is there any other Oliver Stone film besides National Born Killers that really excel? Because his work is so eclectic and so uniquely him. I mean... Platoon comes to mind first. Well, or JFK. Also getting a 4K. Yeah, yeah. It's out, actually. Yeah. Yeah, it just came out. It's like it's fat. It's like a three-disc, I think. Yeah, it's got the... Uh... 
regular cut and in the documentary he did uh, uh, like a decade ago or so, maybe even less than 15, something like that. Either way, it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I think he might be right that out now. But yeah, amazing. Like, wonderful choice. Uh, I mean, that's, as much as Tarantino doesn't like it, I think that's just one of the uh, best films that he has his name attached to. Uh, it's, it gets better every time I see it. Uh, great performances, Morty Harrelson, Gio Lewis, um, Robert Downey Jr. as well. I mean, shit. You know. mean, oh, oh, Ronnie Dangerfield. Tommy Lee Jones. Ronnie Dangerfield. The soundtrack as well. I mean, come on, man. That's just that, that, the whole attack in the. Come on. That's one of the. It's incredible. It's a fantastic film, man. Don't get me started. Hey, man. Beep, beep. Uh, no, great stuff there, man. Uh, um, okay, well, I guess I'll move on to my number three. Uh, my number three is a film that uh, Tony may have heard of, and you guys may have heard of. It's a little <laughs> film from the year 19... When the hell did this come out? 1970... Uh, it doesn't run this. Okay. It's Martin. All right, it's Martin. Uh, yeah, no, it's, it's a second set 4K Martin. Nice. I uh, I rewatched this recently, and I was almost kind of taken aback by how uh, emotionally invested I was in, in not just the film, but the filmmaking. I mean, this is the film where I, when I say that I feel like Romero is kind of pigeonheld into a, like, oh, he's the horror guy, he's the zombie guy. When I watch a film like Martin, to me, the the intellectual filmmaking and just some of the directorial decisions that he made is so. It, it, it's just brilliant. There's no other word for it. There's just some moments in the film that have really just stuck with me. The, the, there's a secret mark, kill a lady, and she's like practically dead, but she, her face is still kind of like like flinching to stay alive. And it's so haunting. And, and Romero is such a strong filmmaker that he doesn't really pay attention. He just kind of allows the, the actress to um, partake in that moment. And just some of the sequences in this, man, I mean, are truly chilling. It's a very emotional film, talking about the way that people kind of come in and out of our lives. He's talking about, like, oh, when you go away, you're going to forget me. I mean, I was just, I didn't want to see how emotionally wrapped up I was. At the same time, I'm thinking, like, you know, I've seen it before, and I was like, okay, I know it's a great film, but rewatching it again on the store, I'm like, my, of the best films of the 1970s. One of the best films I've ever seen, horror or not, vampire film or not, whatever you want to call it. I mean, this is truly Romero in one of his highest peaks. And I mean, the fact that it's only number three should tell you how good this year has been because this could be number one any other time of the year. I'm glad we finally got the 4K of this. Uh, you know, I haven't really dived, uh, delved into the features too much, but I know some new commentaries and all that. But uh, brilliant, brilliant stuff. One of Romero's very best films. Uh, but don't let me tell you too much about it. Just go watch it for yourself. It's a masterpiece. Martin and number three. Uh, what do you got? All right. Well, anyone, this is, uh, I got a pretty on brand pick for number two. Anyone who knows me knows uh, I'm pretty, pretty high on this movie, and it comes from Umbrella. Uh, and that's the 4K release of Possession. You are not different from anyone else. We are all the same, but in different words, different bodies, different versions, like insects. 
Meat. What is it? Yeah, I'm just an enormous fan of this movie that it's like it's entire like it's entirely impossible for me not to be biased. But this release is also insane. It's got a ton of special features. It comes with like a literal like hardcover spine book, so this you can like try to make some sense of this fucking movie. Um it's got a bunch of it's got a bunch of lobby cards in it. Ton of special features and uh it looks great. There's some stuff that like and some of like the scenes that were always kind of like hard to see, but yeah, I, I checked out the transfer today just you know just to make sure it looks good. But sounds great, looks like cleaned up a lot of the stuff that you couldn't see before. It's not the most perfect transfer, I'll definitely say that. But like a release for a movie that like I'm that high on, it's like it's hard for me to like look at it any other way. This is like the definitive edition, so I'll never have to buy this movie. And yeah, this movie just fucking rules. Hell yeah! I need to get that 4K. I have that Mondo Vision like ridiculous like seventy five dollar like shit that came out that was supposedly like a limited edition, but it's still like widely available like ten years later. Yeah, I got that like three years ago, and I upgraded like that from like to this. This is definitely looks better. Okay, yeah, I like, think I'm definitely gonna do that then. It was expensive to get it imported, but it was like one of those movies where it was like, okay, like I'm gonna pay whatever you're gonna make me pay. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, it's worth it. The movie's incredible. I just look at the corner of my eye. One of my favorite movies of all time. Mason's dog is perfectly free. What's your dog's name? Dog. Cody. Cody? Cody, a girl, yeah. I love the the smile on the face. I know, she's a smiler. Tony, I'm smiling at your number two. Oh, shit. I'm about to watch the Chargers. They're about to attempt a Hail Mary, so I'm kind of distracted. Alright, so my number two. Growing up, I was a huge slasher movie fan. That's literally my fucking jam. And I rented this movie a lot as a kid because I played a lot of sports and I was super attached to like sports-centric movies, especially slashers. And this movie has always had a really shitty, dark VHS transfer forever and ever and ever, and Vinegar Syndrome just finally gave us a Blu-ray of fucking Fatal Games. Look at that. I think this happened once before in the Olympics. Are you going over to Phil tonight to do some acrobatics? Three of our seven medal winners have completely vanished. And, and we don't have the faintest idea where they are. In the nationals, winners from all over the country are going to be competing against you. Starting today, 
I'm going to add an additional two hours to your work schedule. A movie that was 75% dark and watching it is like an absolute revelation. Seeing the retarded, like, killer underground or like underwater with like scuba equipment just watching a girl do laps back and forth in a fucking pool just to kill her with a javelin from underneath did not know that was even a thing but yeah it's like they just keep doing this every year they keep picking these movies that just need these like releases and these restorations it's like a dream come true and that's why i'm just so happy to sub with them every single year Word. Well, that was that was the funny thing is that when that got announced, you were really high on that. You were like, "Oh my gosh, Fable Games is getting released," and uh, I'm a dummy, so you know, I'll defer to that. I mean, I got the, I got the, the blurry in the other room, but uh, yeah, I never heard of it. Uh, but the fact that it's so high on your list and you're so enthusiastic about it has kind of made me more curious to pump pump that up to a more vital watch. Uh, you slash it, right? That's you know something like that. You're probably gonna hate it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, well, I mean, <laughs> honestly, it's not Why that good. That? It's just like a cheesy eighty slasher movie. I like, but it, it is a golden I like eight like slasher movie that you can actually see in widescreen and in HD now. So it's it's really yeah. nice. See, I feel like you and I probably have the close taste of nonsense uh, in general. I mean, I feel like. You haven't really let me down a whole lot besides those stupid ass strangers movies, but besides those, I mean, I feel like in general, uh, <laughs> only strangers um, too. Everything else, because I agree, the strangers one is overrated. Yeah, they're both terrible. They're both so bad. <laughs> Why do you like the second two, one? Two is just a fun slasher movie in a trailer park. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, fair enough, I guess. Who's your own? But, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, Mason, what do you got? Yeah. Number two. All right. Dude, I'm real happy to celebrate this one as my number two. Technically, this is not a movie, but I was so excited when this uh, label announced this. It's just such a cool, fun addition for our main girl, Linnea Quigley. And it's Linnea Quigley's horror workout on Blu-ray, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what? I fucking love this. Movie. I got all the swag. I got the cassette. Come on, isn't it cute? <laughs> I got the VHS. Jesus you know Christ! I mean? You know, just because you're dead, do you think you can just let yourselves go? You guys are falling apart. See what I mean? Do you all want this to happen? I got a horror workout on vinyl. Oh my god! Oh my god! (laughs) Mason, what the hell? This is what mental illness looks like. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, Dude, it's so fun. 
So thank you, Terrorvision. <laughs> That's my number two. It's awesome. So. That movie something else. I have that like old out of print DVD that went for like a hundred dollars. Yeah. And I watched it one time. It is literally a workout video. <laughs> it's <literally> a workout. <laughs> so it's like you watch it once and you're like, okay, well, that's that. I don't need to buy that ever again. <laughs> Dude, well, and I just thought because like I'd seen like uh, Mason the, the version that's on Hollywood Chainsaw Hookers, which is pretty shitty. But watching this Blu-ray, it just shows how good they did with like this shitty VHS rip and they made it look really beautiful. Like, they made it, like, more worth watching, you know, if you're into that at all. But it's, it's really neat what they did with it. It's an 80s got a nice shower videos. scene as we're watching. Ooh, it's got a shower scene? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's one of those you Ooh, sit there hello. watching alone, you know, in your basement. And you're like, uh, God, I'm fucking creepy. This has been going on for 10 minutes. What's <laughs> going on? Let me just stare right in my soul. Yeah, and shot on video, so it kind of feels a little bit more personal. So it kind of is a little bit more creepy, right? Yeah. And I'm a huge Linnea Quigley fan because she's from <laughs> Iowa. She was born like three arrows away from me, and that's cool. Nice Midwestern gal. So. Linnea Quigley is a video game. She's a body double. Yep, yep. And then didn't she have like a little yep. thing in the black room? Yeah, she was a babysitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, Linnea Quigley, she's gotten a lot of love this year. Amen. Because I know Visual Pictures put out that Scream Queen slasher from the early 2000s she was in that, like, literally never had a release. By the same director as Camp Blood, Dan's favorite movie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, of course. You, you bought Impact Blood for Black Friday, I assume, right? Looks like yeah, um, Cam Blood what? 10, the animated feature. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's Camp X Blood, of course. Camp X Blood. X Camp animated. X. <laughs> <laughs> Camp Triple X State of the Union starring uh, Vin Diesel. This time the I thought I was over to Thailand. Tyler woke up. Well, I he's like falling out of a seat. <laughs> no, I'm fine. We're like, you're like, oh, I'm like, what the hell is happening there, man? <laughs> All right, number two. Hey, quickly, go. Um, what the hell's my number two? Oh, there. Can you? Okay, uh, number two. What's up? Uh, okay, number two is uh, the only adult title that I have on this list. Oh, yeah. uh, but there's like many, many. Well, actually, that's not true. I, my number one is an adult title as well. But the only overtly, <laughs> well, that's not true either. Never mind. <laughs> uh, I'm getting myself. Give me the answer. Let me get another beer and I'll tell you all about my number two oh. pick. Oh. Number two, been waiting for this release for quite a bit of time. Released by apparently not Vinegar Syndrome, but uh, DPIX. Not a clue what that is. And this review picks or distributes. Hmm. 
Yes, you are correct. Thank you, Tony. Um, a wonderful, wonderful collection from uh, the late, great Michael Finley and Roberta Finley, who are still with us. This is the Flash Trilogy. Amazing how something so soft and pretty as this little pussy can be so dangerous. Which includes the films The Touch of Her Flesh, The Curse of Her Flesh, and The Kiss of Her Flesh. My gosh, this is a full collection to have. And this is why, I mean, with this film, with the, when these were released, it wasn't part of their adult film titles. Because it, even if you're not buying their adult films, I do feel like as exploitation fans, you could still get into these films. Because they are realists, over the top, but... So much fun and fairly erotic kind of films directed by Michael Finley, uh, who I think ironically had a directing. I say ironic because he has an eye patch in these films. Uh, you have Roberto Finley in these films and just these really exceptionally shot uh, softcore sequences, these uh, action sequences. I mean, there's a loose kind of narrative stretching between the three films. I mean, you can, I mean it helps you kind of see the progression of this character, but overall, it's more about kind of the atmosphere and the style. But uh, not only are these films. It's really touched up just beautifully. Features on this release are something else, man. They just really put a lot of care for us. This is one of these kind of top two releases that when it got announced, it was like a no-brainer. It was like, oh my gosh, they're actually finally releasing this. And uh, open up the disc here. It comes with a uh, booklet as well, which I have not read through because I cannot read, but I could read it through very good. But uh, no, I mean, the thing Roberta and they're such interesting pioneers of adult films of this time where Roberto Finley is, he was such an interesting figure. And also for horror fans, if you're not familiar with their adult work, if you've seen the film snuff, that was their film before it got taken over. So 90% of that film Finley is before it got taken over and then turned into the snuff film that it was marketed to be. So, you know, but either way, uh, I've seen all and all three of them are so enjoyable to watch. And honestly, like I said before, even if you're not a guy who buys adult titles, I mean, these are softcore, yes, but they're more exploitation than anything else. This was such a delight to finally get these on Blu-ray. I mean, gosh, just beautiful work done by the guys. Vinegar Syndrome, phenomenal stuff. Uh, so, so happy to have this. And my number two is Roberta and Michael Finley's The Fletcherly. Gentlemen, any comment? Uh, no, that, like I I thought about getting that when they first released it, and I was always curious, but yeah, now, after what you said, I'm definitely going to put that in my next order. I am not familiar. I mean, I've heard of it as a release, but, you know. That's well, I'm like a semi-big like fan. I've never seen, like, the adult titles they put out, but, like, Roberta Finley-wise, I love, like, Tenement and... What was that Blood Sisters she put out? Like, I love some of her exploitation movies. I do also want to drop a recommendation. The uh, the book, American Ecstasy, E, Triple X to C, uh, about the Amaro brothers and their line of adult films. It has a great section early on about their work with Michael and Roberta. And there's also a really just terrific, terrific book 
it's about these two brothers. And actually, funny enough, I just had seen the Iron Claw today about this family who goes in business together. Um, in that case, for us, like in this case, adult film kind of work, uh, these two brothers. Uh, it, I mean, this could be a film. I'm reading this book, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, so, someone in Hollywood made this film. But if they want to kind of throw that into the ring here, no pun intended. But, uh, yeah, that's number two, the Flash trilogy. Uh, who the hell am I talking to? Tyler, number one. What do you got? Uh, are we doing number, number one? one? Are we doing number one, or are we doing honorable mentions first? Uh, what do you want to do? I don't know. I just, like, I just, I don't remember what we were doing first. A lot of times. My man, I'm asking you my... All right, let's just do right, whatever you want to do. We're gonna do first. Number ones. So, okay. um, I'm gonna do number one at you. Number one, it actually might be a controversial choice because there were some issues with this release, but everyone makes mistakes about how you handle right. it. But uh, is the monsters This one comes from <laughs> vinegar syndrome. Um, and I'm the first time Uh-oh. ever on four. Oh no! Oh, no, no. 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 <laughs> Dude, like this Hell movie, yeah. why? This movie just looks so good. It's like this release is like this is the <laughs> nicest looking release of the year. It's just like it's so colorful in all the right ways. It's got a whole bunch of shit in it. Like I, I liked this movie a lot. I thought this movie was. Cool. I thought it was like just like an exercise in bad taste, and it was just like a lot of fucking fun, and I liked it a lot. Have seen looked- it before? There's a spot open in the chorus line. We're auditioning tomorrow morning. I think you should try out. I got an audition! Okay, ladies. I got one interest here, and that's the show. I don't care whether you live or die. I want to see you dance, and I want to see you smile. I can't use you if you can't smile. I can't use you if you can't show. I can't use you if you can't sell. From the creators of Basic Instinct. The last time... They took you to the edge. This time, they're taking you all the way. We take the cash, we cash the check, we show them what they want to see. You got more natural talent when you dance than anybody I've ever seen. She's going down to the stardust. She's going to be in the show. Right? If someone gets in your way, step on them. It's not fair. It's not about fair. It's about power. You're a stripper, don't you get it? I'm a dancer. I haven't seen it before, no. Right, right. And it was just like Shit. this. Shit. It's just like, it looks so fucking good. This is like oh, like what probably the best. This is like the best looking release and like the best presentation of the year for me. That like I couldn't pick anything other than this. It's incredible, and it's a masterpiece. Was that your? Anybody says. <laughs> Tony, ain't no one ever called that film a masterpiece. <laughs> in, in my twisted brain it is like immaculate yeah uh well i thought it was exactly what it wanted to be it sold out so quick that's so good for it you know. it looks so nice the fastest selling vinegar syndrome of all time i think was it yeah i think Dude, so. like this thing it's just like it's so nice looking like i love like that like i love the vsa like or vsu like uh magnetic like clip thing this yep. shit is just it's oh, great. everything about this release is just like sturdy and just like looks so good like there's just it's it's like a combination of like the like the quality of vinegar syndrome's work and like the presentation of this that like puts it so over the top for me they just oh, yeah. like they nailed it everywhere with this thing hell yeah 
Tyler, have you seen uh, Paul Verhoeven's contemporary films such as L and uh, Benedetta by chance? No, I haven't seen that much of Paul Verhoeven. I've seen this. I've seen um, Basic Instinct. And I've seen RoboCop. I don't know if I've even seen anything else. But He's a quality filmmaker. I mean, uh, have you seen Starship Troopers? Oh, I've seen Starship Troopers, yeah. Okay. I like Starship There you go. Starship yeah, Starship I don't. He did Basic Instinct. Showgirls right? was one yeah. that a lot of people Yeah. Did. Yes, you were correct. People were hyped in this release, and it's got a dedicated following. Whether you like or dislike it, I mean, the thing with that film is that it's very much a definitive 90s cult film that has kind of kept this legacy going. I, I didn't see that documentary that came out a couple years ago. Um, I'm blanking on you. I think it's called You Don't Know Me, N-O-M-I. Yeah, I don't know, yeah. but either way, it's undeniable. Okay, cool. It's, it's a big film, and it's, uh, you know, it's one of a kind. It uh, kind of ended Elizabeth Hurley's, uh, not Elizabeth Hurley, um, how's her name? Elizabeth uh, Hurley. Elizabeth Burke. Kind of ended her career in terms of like big kind of Hollywood films. But either way, it's it's one of a kind. Uh, that's interesting, actually, number one, though. I, I didn't know you were so highly on it. Yeah, it's just like a combination of just like the quality of the Reese, like enjoyment. And like, I think it was, I think that's like, that goes into two where like, I think it's like a big deal to like put something like this out on 4k, which was like kind of like a determiner with some of the movies that are hitting my honorable mentions as opposed to making it on the list. Well, Hey, God bless you, man. Uh, Mace beer right now. So he has nothing to say about it, but Hey, you know what? Showgirls, they're <laughs> number one. I respect that fully. Mason has <laughs> slammed his head against the DVD from the back. I don't know what else going on there. Um, very cool, man. Very cool. Um, Tony, Tony, my man, number one. What do you got? You better not pick right, mine, Tony. So, my number one is also a VSU. Oh, and wow. this is one of my all time favorite movies. Ever since I was a kid, I've had the poster of this movie on my wall since I was five years old. It's not on my poster, or on my wall now, obviously. The poster doesn't exist. But it's never had, like, a, a nice release until this year. And finally, Vinegar Syndrome put out Sidekicks, my favorite Chuck yeah. Norris movie. <laughs> I've had talks with him about the daydreams. He's made up this world where he can be, uh... Chuck Norris? He says they're sidekicks do things together. Barry is only a winner in his dreams. So where's your friend Chucky now, retard? Now, there's someone I want you and your dad to meet. But hope is coming his way. That is your first lesson. You must always be ready. I will help you learn what you want to know. You will work with these an hour each day. If you make a mistake, they will sting you. Start climbing. <laughs> now he has the guts to try to be worthy of his idol. Hey, Barry, don't listen to them. Listen to me. I'll race you to the top. I, I can't. Who the hell is he talking to? You can do it, Barry. 
the greatest movie of all time about a kid with asthma who just has dreams of being an action hero <laughs> with his hero Chuck Norris and I had those same dreams and aspirations of being an action star and of course that didn't happen I'm yeah. sold it could happen you know next next trip to yeah, the yeah just like store. what Tyler was saying like the package is amazing like the inside is incredible the uh, book looks like a fucking like karate magazine like how fucking cool yeah, is that's that fucking insane <laughs> like it's just like the coolest thing ever and for fans of this movie it's an absolute dream come true like this is literally my number one and it was always my number one Those VSU collections or those sets are ridiculously second to none. I like, love. Them. I mean, so I have the. Uh, they're so good. I, the uh, the cloak and dagger one especially is one that really sticks out. Where you open it up, it's like an like an old Atari game, and it's just. I mean, I, I don't know who patented that magnetic kind of set or anything like that, but whoever did did a um, did a phenomenal job because whether you like or just like the films to each your own, but you open it's like you buy those like. Yeah, Susan, you're like, wow, I'm holding like something really tangible, something like really special in my hands. You know, I recently uh, watched Daryl, uh, which was a VSU. And even though I, I, I like the film enough, but I thought it was good, but even still opening that package, you're like, my God, I stand Lord's work on that front. Um, that is very fun. Both you guys have as your number one. Um, have either of you guys seen Sidekicks? Because I have not. I haven't, but I'll pick it up now. Oh, yeah. I'll look out for it next trip. I go to the. the the archive store it's literally a 90s kids movie like if you grew up as like a product of the 90s like this movie is like tailor-made for you yeah i yeah, mean it's weird script. how like all these vs movies are just basically like studio kids movies cloak and dagger sidekick sterile it's pretty funny that that's like almost half of what they're releasing hell yeah Mason, what do you think about it? Uh, I love it. It's actually my number one. Spoiler alert. Oh, are you bad? Really? Yep. Wow. I definitely do not distract you to get more beers. Look at Vinegar Central dominating the top. Dude, okay, so to you guys have Tony's point. Like, it's easily my number one. I got I bought my first Vinegar Syndrome title in 2019, right? And ever since then, when I started to build my collection, I was like, this is the perfect label to fucking put out sidekicks. So it's just been something I've wanted every year, and they finally got it, and they did it so good. And that's kind of like how Natural Born Killers, that's my favorite movie of all time, but it's my number three, because that's not really like a cool Bells and Whistles boutique release, the way that sidekicks is, or even the Linnea Quigley. Like, this is a list of boutique releases, not just like our favorite movies but like movies that got a really, really cool release that we wanted that it deserves. So Sidekicks has to take number one. Um, shit, it's it's just so amazing. And I, I feel sorry for people that don't like it, man. It's it's wonderful. And rest in peace, Jonathan, Jonathan Brandis, uh, a great 90s actor. Tragedy, but... Yeah, that sounds for you, bud. Yep. <clears throat> Did you watch that, like, star, like, whatever documentary that... The Punky Brewster girl, Solo Moon Fry. Oh, put yeah, out. Kid 90. Yeah, Kid 90. She had yeah. that little uh, thing on Jonathan Brandis. Very sweet. That was good. Yeah. You guys 
make me want to like buy this film. I mean, when it came out, I really didn't think much about it. I'm not a big Trek Norris guy. He never really was. But the fact right. that it was both of you guys number one, you're so enthusiastic about it. I'm kind of like, I don't know. I, I, it made me want to watch. It's so fun. Right, it's right, so pick cool, this man. Blurry up. <laughs> Honestly, it's kind of more like a karate, yeah. a karate Kid ripoff. Like Chuck Norris is kind of like he's like a supporting character in it. Like yeah. he's mostly like an imaginary friend type character. So it's yeah. not like a starring Chuck Norris vehicle. Mm-hmm. It's just about a kid that's trying to like do karate and get badass. Yeah, and Joe uh, Piscopo, he's really fun in it. He is amazing. Yeah. I mean, with Chuck Norris as a lead kind of guy, I never really saw a whole lot of his action films. Like, Miss um, in Action, and I never really saw a lot of those. I, I did recently watch, for the first time, and it took me about half the runtime to realize that the, I was played by Robert Forrester, and I felt uh, very bad. I was like, oh, oh, that's Robert Forrester. I love him. You know, I love him. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, Sidekick is one that I didn't realize it had such cult appeal that it did i i really didn't think twice about it but the fact that you guys are both so enthusiastic about it has really kind of made me think twice about the whole thing you know <laughs> i mean uh, it, it's really good the way you guys are describing it if you do it's get almost, it look at it like in the lens of a a child in the 90s yeah try <laughs> what about uh, what about three ninjas um, dude i like the one with hulk hogan and like a high noon like Mega Mountain or something. That's yeah, something that's I like that. Uh, that was Gary Cooper. That was Gary Cooper, Tyler. Gary what? Cooper. There was some Hulk Hogan in 19 or whatever. Yeah, there's one. Like, no, like, it's like three ninjas, like three. Tyler's like, <laughs> I swear I to love, God. I love high ninjas right, starring Hulk Hogan. Right. Three ninjas <laughs> part three has Hulk Hogan in it. What the fuck are you talking about with Gary Cooper? Tyler. Actually, Tyler's like, I love High Noon starring, starring Hulk Hogan. Oh, I'm like, oh, that's like the wrong... It's like actor. High Noon and Ninja Mountain. <laughs> I think it's three ninjas. <laughs> yeah, like, this one, it's like, it's like, at, Not like, High Noon. I thought it was, like, like, at, like, Mega Mountain, like, I don't know, I thought it was Yeah, it's High Noon and Mega Mountain, you're right. <laughs> really? I'm not watching... Yeah, Tyler's not right. <laughs> No, you're you're both wrong. Holy shit, I am right. Three ninjas, high noon, mega melon. That's literally what it's called. That's insane. And the whole Kogan is in it. I remember he's like, I'm just gonna shut down, brothers. What about Santa with muscles? I recommend that movie though. Hulk Hogan has a hairpiece in it. (laughs) What was that high noon with Gary Cooper and uh, others? Isn't that getting a 4K next year? It is. Yes. I'm related to I'm related to Gary Cooper. I bet you we get like 4Ks from like <laughs> from like all those all the best titles from all of like coming. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, like I mean, a lot of the all titles there. are like. Uh, did they announce? Did they announce um, and other, other. Did they announce Invasion of the Body Snatchers already, or was that someone else? Wasn't that Arrow? Was it? Yeah, for like a 4K and all that. Shit. Yeah, maybe. Like Arrow and that, was, that was an all-in title. I bet you we get China Syndrome from someone. Wait. Wait, the 50s or the 70s was the one? The 50s. Didn't somebody just announce that on 4K? Oh. 
I might be wrong. I thought somebody did. Arrow and Kino had the 70s one on 4K, but not the 50s. Oh, I thought somebody announced the 50s. Blu-ray, that's what it Yeah, I didn't hear nothing. Uh, I mean, it, it could happen. I don't know. It's a brilliant film, though. You know? I know Olive had that really good um, Blu-ray out. I never bought it. So, like, all the Olive movies are just going to go somewhere else. Like, yeah, that was... High Noon was one of them. Yeah, it's kind of how like I last year conversion. I got an ending into buying any of those. Yeah, I'm glad I didn't. I always got a lot of good stuff, but no fear. So it's like they were their own discs, you know. Um, Seems like anyways, I guess I'll wrap it up. Here. The olive out of print stuff. Like what else? I know they're putting out the Boogans. That was an olive picture. Yep. The fuck else did they? Well, I don't know. Like Scream Factory put out Night of the Demons too. That was an olive movie. So maybe I just don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. Yeah, maybe the rates are just going everywhere. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Someone's gonna put out thinner. They're free for all. They're gonna put out what? Thinner. Yeah, Scream Factories. Yeah, Scream Factories putting that one out. Oh, oh I didn't yeah. Know that. Yeah. Sounds Definitely about- buying that. Fucking I think that's February, that right? They're putting out a 4K? I think so. Oh, okay. No, I, just, I thought I should play the Blu-ray. I hope it's four. I have, it's gotta be four. I have the blue. I have on all the Blu-ray of it. Like why? Why we release it on blue? I don't know. It's Street Factory. I still have that shit on DVD. <laughs> Anyways, let's let's uh, my number one. Uh, you guys all had VSUs for your number ones. I did not. Uh, to be contrarian, uh, to me, there was. No other release that even came close to us this year. Um, I don't even know if I need to give us a proper introduction. Um, I've been waiting years for this release. Uh, I've literally held off on importing uh, editions of this film, but I bought multiple editions of all these films, or I should say. I'm so happy to finally hold this in my hand, which it's very weighty in my hand right now as I'm talking. Uh, from Severin. Is gosh, I'm so happy to have this. This is the sensual world of Black Emmanuel <laughs> on a beautiful, beautiful 24. I mean, gosh, I mean, truly, I've been waiting years. Gosh. Emmanuel, the girl who opened up the eyes of America, is back. So come with Emmanuel in Emmanuel around the world. Join Emmanuel as she goes around the world in 80 ways. I hope you rested well. Emmanuel around the world. In New York, she gives herself to pleasure. (laughs) Pleasure. You were terrific. <laughs> you weren't so bad yourself. Hmm? And this envelope is for you. Okay, let's have a drink. Right here, I'm going to clean up. Bye. In San Francisco, she reveals an inner need for liberation. In Rome, she overflows with a fountain of admirers. 
So you're the famous Emmanuel. I love it. How many ways are there to cook spaghetti? How many ways do you know how to cook a girl? <laughs> I mean, this has all of the main Black Emmanuel films, including uh, some of the ones that are not really considered Black Emmanuel films, but kind of are, including Violence Woman's Prison, Emmanuel and the Deadly Black Cobra. I mean, this has all of them, featuring Laura Gemser, most, most of which directed by, I mean, this, this is a beautiful, beautiful box set. I, I held off on importing a lot of the Black Emmanuel teas for years because I was waiting for this release, and um, I guess it's probably not proper because I haven't totally all of it, so, you know, I haven't checked out all the features and all that yet, but this is just such a wonderful Wonderful sight to finally have this in this Inferno Rosso about Judy. So, um, this is gosh, this is such a wonderful release from Severin. You know, I, I, when, when Severin really put it, put it all for one of their big kind of like box sets, it's really just like second to none, at least here. Gosh, it, it's, I'm almost speechless. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful, wonderful work by Severin. Can't say enough kind of things about it. Because time is not on my side on this one, I will keep it very short. But I will say that it is great to finally have this. So my number one of 2023 is the sensual world of Black Emmanuel. Gentlemen, do you have anything to contribute? I have not seen the Black Emmanuel. Uh, for me, like Black Emmanuel is not really my thing, but... For the Black Emmanuel fans out there, I'm stoked for all of y'all. That is an amazing set. It is quintessential, and I'm very happy you guys got the release that that entire series deserves. Here, here. I admire your enthusiasm for it, Dan. Well, gentlemen, I consider you three to be very wise, intellectual, your own eclectic film taste. So before to honorable mention me throwing questions on you how about all three of you guys including myself go through your top five very briefly from starting with you tyler go for it all right as you said honorable mentions right I, uh, yeah, well, I no no i didn't say that at all what did you say you cut out for a second you want us to re go over our top five again all right go over your top five. Oh, okay i'm stupid yeah quickly put the pot oh. down Number five, we have the Bible. We have the number five. We have the Todd Browning side throw shockers. Number four, we have eighty-eight films in the line of duty set. Number three, we have Criterion's After Hours. Number two, we have Umbrella's Possession 4K, and number one, we have the Showgirls Vinegar Syndrome 4K. Tony. All right, well, number one, we have the incomparable sidekicks. Better than the Karate Kid, better than any other fucking kid becomes a Karate Master movie. Yes, Two right. is Sanity. Fatal Games, the Golden Age slasher that was rescued from the depths of hell. Three, Martin, the 4K from George A. Romero, the most underrated filmmaker in the existence of the world. And number four, Four, we have the Toxic Avenger collection, the greatest thing Tremor will ever put out, guaranteed. And then Terra Ten Killer, a shitty slasher movie that only I have in my top five. <laughs> I can't believe I have that in my top five. 
Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> it looked so good. I had to do it. Like it was almost <laughs> like a revelation, like watching that movie again. I was like blown cool. away. Got it. My number five was Scream 3, Steelbook 4K. Number four, Undefeatable, Vinegar Syndrome 4K. Number three was Natural Born Killers 4K from Shout Select. Number two was Linnea Quigley's Horror Workout Blu-ray from Terror Vision. Number one was the VSU of Sidekicks from Vinegar Syndrome, obviously. Yeah. Very cool. All right. Well, number five from Factory 25 was Funny Ha Ha. Number four from Criterion Collection was After Hours. Number three from Second Sight was Martin. Number two from Distro Picks was the Flesh Trilogy. And number one from Severn Films was the Central World of Black Emmanuel. Gentlemen, before we get into our honorable mentions and questions, let me ask you this in all sincerity. Did you find 2023 to be a fulfilling or not fulfilling year for physical media releases? I'd say it was a good year. It was a great year for me and knocked off probably at least three like like movies off of my like holy grail I won on like HD list. So huge year for me. Very happy. Pretty big year, especially with sidekicks. There's still a few things I really, really want, but sidekicks was a number one, so yeah. Good year. I would agree with the like. I think that there's been plenty of very solid titles overall this year. Some uh, releases that have been long overdue, but overall have been great to finally get released. So let me ask you guys this. Do you want to do your honorable mentions first, or do you want me to throw you some questions first? Because I don't really know what kind of order we want to go in. Let's do the mentions. Yeah, mentions probably. Okay, Tyler, you're up. Okay, so this one was a movie I talked about a little earlier. It looks like it's from Yellowvale, uh, and that was The Hourglass Sanatorium. Uh, I just thought this movie was so insane, and it looked so good from these guys, and I don't think it ever really had a good release at all. So getting this out there is like, like this is like the, this is like the kind of movie like I want to find when I'm like searching for movies in the rough. Uh, this is a movie that I really like. It's not like was wasn't like an insane movie to put up, but the addition of this is really nice, and I thought it was one of the best looking and best sounding pickups I had all year. Yeah, along with the collection, how much I enjoyed it, and that's uh, from Criterion's The Thelma and Louise 4K. Mm, yeah, this nice. movie it sounded really it, like the sound and the quality on this is just they did a really really good job with the restoration. I'm not even like I'm not even like saying like criterion typically even does like out like the craziest job of 4ks i think like arrow and vinegar syndrome like clearly do and, and maybe even sever do better jobs with the restorations but this one is like this one was a standout for me but it wasn't like i didn't feel like this is like a crazy movie to actually release so that's yeah. kind of why that didn't make my list and then lastly was another one was a big release but i just like kind of like fell short in comparison to the other movies in the list and that's what left it off. But this was a huge release also from Criterion, um, uh, Peter Bogdanovich's Targets. Yes. Uh, there this we go. is a movie I wanted to see for a really long time and 
I like I shit my pants when they announced this. I like I could not believe like Criterion was putting this out. Hell yeah. You filled your pants with Oh dude, dude like I flipped <laughs> out and I remember like I like marked out in like kind of like my like like Criterion like snobby group and everyone was like, What's targets? Like no one had any idea was and I was like, dude. Bruh. Man, what about your bitches? I'm I can't believe you hang out in that room. Still. Tyler, let me ask you this, man. Let me ask you this, man. Speaking of Bogdanovich RP, did you pick up the uh, 4K of the last picture show as well? No, I didn't pick that up because I have the Lost in America set um, that has the last picture enough, show. Fair enough. So I didn't, yeah. So I didn't feel like I need to pick it up. I've actually never seen it. I really hope so that. It's like, uh, I'm not going to like pick it up. Oh, except. I don't want it either. But like, yeah, like. Fantastic film. Yeah, unless it's something like I like feel like it, like it, like really hits like high on that like I like I love it list like I probably wouldn't upgrade it. Speaking of that Lost in America set, if Criterion happens to release a 4K of Head, that would probably make you know one of my favorites of the year because that is such a great film. I think, but I digress. Nonetheless, so are those your honorable mentions? Any other titles you want to uh, bring up for the you know matter of factor? Um, I think the hypothetically the the release of of Cemetery Man is huge, but it didn't make it uh, here in time, so I couldn't really have an opinion of that. Um, some releases I really wish that I picked that I was able to pick up that I didn't. Um, that might have maybe like put a spot on my list. Um, is does that Old Boy 4K drop by the end of the year? Or is I think sorry, yeah. Yeah, see, I, I don't have that. Like, I really, really wish I would have been able to pick that up. Um, and there's another one that I really wish that... Oh, I really wish I would have been able to pick up uh, both the Barbarella and the Warriors 4K sets. Um, but mm. I was not able to get those. But, yeah, those are those are probably the most on-the-radar like pickups I didn't get from this year that maybe ha- would have had a chance to make my list. Right, I also wanted to mention if any of you guys wanted to mention uh, uh, releases that you wanted to pick up, but you perhaps didn't, that you wanted to mention that, oh, maybe, uh, well, unless maybe not, you're more than free to do so as well, as well. but um, yeah, no, for sure, uh, I definitely hear you on that front. Um, any others that you want to uh, bring up? No, that's, that's about it for me. Okay. Tony, what do you got for honorable mentions and other shit you didn't grab? Well, I also have to mention the Warriors 4K. I wanted that, but I didn't get it. And that probably would have made my top five because getting the original cut of that is fucking huge, especially yeah. in 4 Like, I can't believe it took this fucking long. And then also Cemetery Man and Spider Labyrinth. I wish I had those because... Both of those will probably make my top five as well. But I have ten honorable mentions. So first is a movie from Colton Films starring uh, Marlon Brando's Mini-Me from the island of Dr. Moreau. We have Ratman. Wonderful Italian movie from the late 80s about a little rat man that kills a bunch of hot women and dudes. Nice. Of course Ratman's on your list. What else do you need? So the honorable, huh? 
What else do you need from a movie? Right? Exactly. It's a movie. <laughs> Go look at stuff. It's on an honorable mention list. <laughs> Even still. Run. Go on. Alright, so next one I have American Nightmare from Terror Vision. Nice, hell yeah. So before this Blu-ray cool. came out, the only DVD that was out was full like full frame and also letterbox. So like the picture was like a little square in the middle of your fucking screen. So yeah. thank God we have a restoration from an actual film print in widescreen. And this movie is actually fucking sweet. Thank you, man. It's pretty fun, yeah. Hell yeah, good pick. Cool or early 2000 slasher. 2002. Doom Generation. Ooh. Fuck. That was amazing one I, I wanted to pick up too. Looks amazing. I never thought that Jonathan Sheck looking cum off of his hand would be so sexy. <laughs> and then we have Spider from Finish Syndrome, another trauma movie that I absolutely love and always wanted to have in HD. This movie is fucking stupid, but it is an Evil Dead ripoff from the 90s starring Ron Ashton from The Stooges, and I fucking love it to death. Hell yeah, brother. We have uh, Maniac 2. <laughs> A.K.A. the last horror film from fucking Severin. <laughs> that one does. Alan Carolyn Monroe. I wanted that, but like I couldn't. I couldn't justify the cost. Same. Yeah, it it's cool, not worth it. the money unless you're ah. a slasher fanatic like I am. Damn it! And I always wanted this movie on like 4K, and then yeah, it's uncut. It's good, awesome. Good, Joe Spinell's amazing. Wow. He's in drag, so it's like whatever. And then next, I also have a my list. Oh. It's a movie that I saw this year for the first time, and it blew my fucking shitter out. And the movie is incredible. The 4K uh, Primal Rage from Vinegar Syndrome. One of my favorite movies to take place around Halloween. I also have Showgirls because it's like the most incredible release ever. And the only reason I didn't have it on my top five is because it's been available in HD and whatever, but it is an amazing release. I have Night Screams, another slasher that Vinegar Syndrome completely rescued. It was only available in a crappy standard edition. <laughs> now, and Crystal clear HD or 4K, whatever. And then I watched this today, actually. We have Calvert from Yellow Veil vale Pictures. One of my favorite French movies from the 2000s. Finally getting that on Blu-ray. Waited fucking forever for that. That's all I got. I would ask Mason for his Mention, but he keeps leaving. I'm here, fucker. Damn. Tony, that was a solid, solid stuff right there. Good stuff in there. Can you top it? Can't even. I'm going to try. All right. Have another sort of beer. You'll do it. Okay. Uh, this was a blind buy, and it was really fun. It's houseboat horror. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so mad that I Wait, haven't watched that? that yet. I fucking what? love Houseboat Horror. This was cool. Is that Onyx? The 
Brutus? Nah, it's even better. <laughs> and then uh, this one was cool. little uh, addition, finally, of last year. One of my favorites from last year. Uh, Deadstream Steelbook. Deadstream is a lot of fun. Agree. That movie is fucking awesome. I had yeah. a, a fucking blast with that one. Another one. I saw this movie for the first time this year, probably like two or three months before it got announced. So I thought that was really cool. Really liked it from 1972. Private Parts from Screen Factory. Yeah, I want to pick up still. Yeah, it's cool. That's right. So pick up still. Uh, uh, cool Vinegar Syndrome one. This was actually like I'd never seen these, and I also love Vinegar Syndrome for forcing me to see movies that I should have seen by now. And I got to see them in 4K. It's the Prophecy trilogy. So, I mean, really just Prophecy, the original, I know I should have seen it by now, and I really enjoyed it. Two and three were like, they were cool, but Prophecy one was dope. Christopher Walken's always dope. And uh, I love what Culture Shock is doing when they're not fucking hella delayed like they are now, and I really like this new late night classics thing they're doing. So they did Hot Under the Collar and uh, Virgin High. That was a really cool release, so. Honestly, God bless Culture Shock for doing shit like that because if there's one genre that needs more love, it's fucking like screwball comedies from the 80s. Yeah. 80s and 90s, yeah. Oh, yeah. Have you seen Is Virgin High any good? I mean, if you like screwball comedies, it's pretty good. <laughs> Which I do. It's not one that's going to be like, it's not going to transcend that genre and become a classic yeah. with like the mainstream audience. Only if you're into that type of thing, you'll be in like cool by it. I just like, it's a double feature that was pretty affordable. And I know they're going to do more uh, late night classics volumes. So it's just going to lead to better things and more obscure ones, I think. So, yeah. Gosh. And 15 late night classics. Yeah. Yeah. So. I hope that they uh, come back soon. They've been really delayed, so we miss you guys. No shit. That's all. All right, man. Very cool. Yeah. I guess I'll go through. Yeah. Like Tony, I, I limited myself to 10 honorable mentions, but I also want to mention a couple of titles that I didn't pick up, but I think noteworthy. That may have, may or may not have been a lot. I don't know. But anyways, uh, for honorable mentions, uh, I have the Lars von Trier Europe trilogy from Criterion because uh, uh, Europe, and I watched the Element of Crime for the first time this year. Like, that was a wonderful film, uh, one of my favorite men. Uh From Kino, I have the Francois Truffaut collection, which includes four of his films. I recently watched The Green Room, which was uh, from 1978, which is, I talked more in depth on the show, so I hear more talk about that um from criterion i included hollywood shuffle wonderful uh very funny kind of uh comedy from vinegar syndrome one of mason's picks it was an undefeatable film it was ridiculous it was fun it was over the top we're all going to college it's great stuff uh from lionsgate is <laughs> one of my very favorite jean-luc Godard films lemon pre which aka contempt which has a not only studio canal but from Lions is well in the U.S. From your shout out to Jeremy, uh, gifted me the 4K of Touch of Evil, which also has a uh, from Kino in the states. But this is a great release uh, of one of Orson Welles' best films from Bigger Syndrome, aka Mellow Scene, Inside Andy Sprinkle. This is one of my very 
very favorite films. Andy Sprinkle is such a unique presence on screen. Uh, the film is incredibly erotic and has some great narration from Andy Sprinkle, and as well as new commentaries as well, which I haven't watched, listened to yet. But um, gosh, I was so so happy to to, to uh, hear this get a release. Um, from Criterion is Bo Federberg's new Swedish cinema, including Furbus Films, uh, which I recently wa- rewatched. Elvira Madigan, which I talked more in depth recently, which was a fantastic film. I watched Baby Carriage recently, and I have to watch other two films from Vinegar Syndrome, which might be a 2024 title, but I'm going to include it here because I have it now. It is one of my very favorite Shadow and Vinegar films, one of the funniest films I've ever seen, which is Redneck Zombies. So happy this finally got a release, and I mean, I was almost like, Man, I was so happy. I was scooped up in no time. And then finally, the film that was almost mine, or the uh, the blue, I should say, that was alive on the list, but just didn't make it, was Kino's uh, avant-garde. And just so many brilliant short films on here. I, I love this set. And a couple films I wanted to mention that I didn't pick up that may or may not have made is the films by Jerzy Skolomowski from the BFI, which was Hands Up and Identification Marks None. Uh, uh, the 4K of Picnic and Hanging Rock from Second Side. Private Parts from Scream Factory. American Pop from Rob Bakshi from Sony. Uh, well, brilliant film from the BFI, as well as the Wicker Man 4K from the Studio Canal. Gentlemen, are you responding to questions? I'm going to lay on you like white on rice. Hell yeah. Hell mm-hmm. yeah. Hell yeah. Okay. I have not really thought of these too much, and I was drinking when I came out of this, so no they may or may not be of good good value. Um, okay. So, uh, I guess I'll go in order. Tyler to Tony to Mason to myself. I have an answer. Uh, Tyler. You were happiest to see get a Blu-ray. The movie I was happiest to see get a Blu-ray. To finally get a Blu-ray, I didn't have one before. Um, probably Target. Okay. So- yeah, Target's from Criterion. That was one I was I was kind of waiting for for a while. Like it was a movie I always wanted to see. Um, so, yeah, I really, I really shit my pants when they announced that. <laughs> Agreed. Very cool. Very cool. Tony, did you shit your pants when they announced targets? <laughs> no, but I did shit my pants when they announced sidekicks. The default <laughs> is, that, okay. is that your pick? Yeah, that's my pick, of course. It's my number one. How could it not be my pick? Fair enough. Mason, what about you? Uh, gotta have the same answer, man. Yeah, sidekicks, definitely. Been wanting it forever. We got it. Hallelujah. So you that gets Blu-ray and went right to 4K? Yep. Yeah. yeah it's crappy it's DVD, too. It's like every <laughs> DVD of that was like super shitty, like full-frame transfer, just trash. <laughs> I love when a movie just goes straight from crappy <laughs> DVD yeah, to DVD. 4K. Yep, DVD. <laughs> That's crazy. I Very can't cool. give it up though. I kind of want to just. Very cool. I'm gonna frame it, it, but I can't. 
It's like holding on to your like traumatic past. <laughs> I'm happy to get rid of that shit. For sure. Tyler. Best video slash audio for. I say, say that again. Best video slash audio transfer. Mm. Oh. Um. Honestly, I got to uh, going back to the honorable mentions, and this is why it was an honorable mention in the first place. I got to go with Thelma and Louise. Like it's 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 unreal. Like how good and how good this movie sounds, and like how good it looks. They did like such a good. They did such a good job with the restoration on this. Very cool, Tony. What about you? Uh, Terror at Ten Killer. Obviously, holy shit! Like, I went from not being able to see that movie straight to shitting my fucking pants. This is an amazingly like gorgeous fucking movie to look at. Makes me want to go visit Oklahoma for the first time in my life. <laughs> Mason, what about you? Lene Quigley's horror workout from a shitty VHS rip to a beautiful Blu-ray. Nice work, guys. You bet. Did you work out to it yet? No, I need to, brother. <laughs> Did you masturbate to it yet? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fair, fair enough. Um, label of the year, Tyler. So... I actually had a good had a good um, thought, thought about this, and there was a label I never really considered that I would have considered that like I would call the best label of the year. And the more I thought about, and I the more I thought about the quality of great releases they go they put out, I gotta stay on brand. It's it's Criterion. Criterion had a lot of good releases this year. They had Targets. They had Thelma and Louise. They had Freaks. Uh, they had, um, oh my god, I had a whole like list in my head. They had the try. They had Mean Streets. 4K. Hollywood Shuffle. Yeah, they had like Hollywood Shuffle. They had Mean Streets 4K come out. They had the After, After Hours 4K. They had the they had the Von Trier set. They had um. Shepard. What should we call it? Uh, yeah, the Freak set. They had um Days of Heaven. They re-released Days of Heaven on 4K. They had a lot of time. Yeah, they had a they had a lot they had a lot of good releases this year. And I think they just like like you might have more sparkling releases from someone like Vinegar Syndrome or like Severin that like jump out at you. But if you look at just like continued like quality throughout the year, like Criterion really just like they had a really, really good like quality year. And like oh and like aside from you think that they should they announced the oh. su- like the new sub label, like the the Janus, the Janus Contemporaries, which is like I think that's huge to be able to put like these newer, like more like kind of like art house contemporary films at a, like a cheaper price point out on their own label. Yes, I will say that I did pick up the EO Innocent Janus uh, Contemporary line of films, and while they may not be as heavy on the features as maybe I would have liked. They are cheaper titles to release. It is great to have these on physical media. And also, it's great to see 
that um, you know a, a film like A Fire, directed by Christian Petzold, which is one of my very very top favorite films, is getting a release early next year. So that's great. You know, I'm okay. They don't need to have criterion releases. Period, and that's fantastic. And I'm glad you brought that up, Tyler. Uh, Tony, this is my question. Uh, best label of the year. Um, so I want to give a shout out to Criterion. They had an amazing year. I agree with that. I also want to give a shout out to TerraVision because I respect a label that does whatever the fuck they feel like putting out. I think that's really cool. And I think that next year there's going to be at least one of their titles in my top five. I can already feel it. But obviously my number one is Vinegar Syndrome. Let's be fucking real. They're 100% in my wheelhouse. Almost everything they put out is my jam, and it continues to be my jam. And I will resub next year. <laughs> cheers to that. <laughs> Very cool. Hey, cheers to that. You can't see me, but you know, actually can't see any of us who listen to us. But yeah, cheers to that. Mason, uh, stop falling out of your chair. Tell me, who was your label of the year? Okay, a couple things I'd like to say. I'd also like to say uh, Terrorism. Kind of as an honorable mention, um, if they would have been able to release everything that they said that they wanted to release, but they got fucking delayed uh, really bad, um, then they probably could have been label of the year. And I'm really excited for a lot of the stuff that will be coming out and they probably will be on my list next year. But also because um, I've never done the vinegar syndrome subscription, it's just too intimidating but I like the way TerraVision has simpler ways to describe subscribe, so that's been fun for me to participate in and get exposed to new films. And I love their passion for what they're doing. And then, but my my uh, my best label of the year would be Vinegar Syndrome. So. Very cool, very cool. We have a quite an eclectic sort of uh, year uh, now. Tyler, your most disappointing release of the year um well i kind of want to scapegoat um severin here and say like i'm very disappointed that they couldn't get their shit together and like get like cemetery man to people in a timely manner um so (laughs) that's almost like the most disappointing thing for me but i'm gonna go off the board here and talk about mcdonald's fucking like, just like in the movies meal, and they had, like, <laughs> the fucking Fallen Angels meal, and that shit had nothing to do with Fallen Angels, and that was bullshit. And I think that was just a really weak-ass meal release. <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough, man. All right. All right. Well, but just, like, just for the sake of, like, putting a movie out there... One movie, I was waiting for a nice release to come out for a long time, and I really did not care for the movie at all, was Claire Denny's uh, Trouble Every Day. Mm. I just like, I it. Just, like yeah, not, I thought it was good. a lot more from that movie. It, it starred my husband, which was nice, so I kind of give it a pass on that front. But, uh, you know, besides that, it was... Uh, it was now, Tony, Tyler said he was disappointed in McDonald's this year. What will you be disappointed in this year? Yeah. It's really hard because I'm almost not disappointed in anything. So I'm, like, really, like, trying to rack my brain to think of anything that I bought that I actually wasn't, like, satisfied in, and I really can't think of it. 
And even like the fast food, like movie tie-in shit, like McDonald's or like the Arby's, like Good Burger Two Meal. I loved all that shit. Right, huh? Yeah, I mean, obviously, I don't have an IHOP around me, which is absolutely devastating because I would take advantage of that Willy Wonka breakfast. My God. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mason, uh, Tony really didn't give an answer. So, what do you got? The what we're disappointed in this year? Yeah, I wasn't disappointed uh, in anything. Sure, why not? <laughs> we got another year, Go fucking year, without a Blu-ray of Spice Girls, and I'm still. Pissed. Oh, Spice Girls! It's like a shell factory title. Everybody. But you know, I agree with that. Why the fuck is it like 2020 no, that, we still don't have a Blu-ray of Spice World? For fuck's sake. The DVD's out of print. Like, it's fucking stupid. I feel the same way about Slain Blade. Like, why is that movie oh, being neglected by everybody? Be dope. My favorite right. part about Slade is the guy that works at the Frosty Green is Jim Jarmusch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit! His uh, recent film, The Dead Don't Die, was also recently featured in Aki Kurosaki's uh, *Fall Leaves*. And a nice kind of tribute to him. But Mason, my man, releases that came out that you were disappointed in. What do you got? Releases that came out, I was disappointed in. Correct. Uh, I mean, it sucks that we didn't get our Cemetery Man and Spider Labyrinth in, you know, in due time to talk about and show off. And no, alright. This is a hard question, because, like, there's nothing, like, I'm, like, the same way. There's nothing I got where I'm like, this fucking Yeah, uh, same. I mean, I don't know. I guess, like, I mean, subscribing you, to Terror Vision, there was questions. a few stinkers that I was like, meh, but... Okay. I'm disappointed that like so, the City Lights library from Terravision only has standard definition transfers. That kind of disappoints me. But the fact yeah. that these transfers look really nice for standard definition transfers really doesn't bother me too much. Because that Hall of Gay trailer looks honestly pretty amazing. I bet they're getting a thousand emails every day being like, where the fuck is Hall of Gay? I can't fucking wait for that shit. That and October Blood and just like yes. so many other things that sound interesting to see that they've announced it's coming. Um, I shit. Roses. Alright, well, on that front, uh, okay, Tyler, either your favorites or a notable artwork. artwork. You cut out again, what was that? Your favorite or a notable artwork from this year? Oh, okay, that's a good one. Um, hmm. 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 Uh, hmm. Well, you got me there. Dang. Think long and hard about it. Oh, I plan on it. The artwork word. Let's drink for until he says something. Um. Ah, oh, it's he talking about. 
You know, all right, I'm going to give, like, an... I, I don't want to just, like, repeat something. That's the point, you bastard. I'm going to give an ice off-the-wall one. Um, so, it's across the room. I'm going to go get it. One second. <laughs> I'll be right back. Oh, one, two, you know? All right, well, while Tyler's doing God knows what, Tony, or Mason, do you guys have answers for notable artworks? Um, I don't know. Uh... The prophecy okay. was dope, so I'll probably go that. Okay, so I have like a small steelbook display, Ooh. and this is one I went out of my way to track down and get because I like the art and wanted the steelbook of it so bad, and that's the Babylon steelbook. Oh, yeah. Hell I yeah. think this is like way better than the regular 4K artwork, so Yeah. I got this. Okay. I respect it. All right. So you go with Babylon, Mason. I don't even know what you went with. Uh, Tony, what would you go with? Uh, for me, it is the Showgirls 4K. I think the packaging on that is absolutely fucking incredible. It just looks like some like sleazy ass Vegas shit. I mean, honestly, like, I'm just going to say the sidekicks BSU again. Like, I'm sorry, but that like book slash oh, karate magazine just keeps blowing my mind every time I fucking. That's look true. That's true, brother. And this, like, you know, like I hate this country because we're stupid, but like the red, white, and blue, like on the inside of that case, looks super like fucking hot. You know what I mean? Hell yeah, <laughs> America. Yeah, Tony, totally, I'm going to karate kick you. Talk shit about America again, you motherfucker. This is a patriotic show you're on, by the way. Yeah. yeah. Also, God yeah. bless Troma again for this amazing yeah, I'm literally Avenger 4K box set. Like, are you kidding me? This I'm going to buy that. That's, I'm so sold on that. Like, you guys have to fucking buy this. Yeah, I'm it's so on sold. On two-day prime. Mason, uh, did, did you even answer? I don't even know if I asked you. I kind of, like, shouted out the prophecy because I thought that was... Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. My so bad. I'm a dummy. Because I okay. missed out on the blade in the dark thingy. Uh, like, so, I got it with prophecy. Non-shout out. Right, the right. extends artwork. Um, <laughs> that that's like the biggest love. If I was oh, if I was most disappointed in release, honestly, it might be it, it might be that. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like it came it, out of your ass. Yeah, the artwork on it is not good, and it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah I probably, I nice. this like the transfer doesn't stand out to me as like that. Just like like holy shit, Vincent did it again. You know what I mean? But I've only seen the movie once before this, like, a long time ago, so I don't really have a good basis of what it looked like. It's always looked okay. I mean, it came out in 1999. How terrible will it look? Yeah, like, like, it it didn't, like, strike me as, like, you know, like, when you see a movie, like, even if it's the first time you're seeing it, just, like, on a good 4K transfer, and, like, it just, like, strikes, like, this looks fucking great. Like, it it did, I didn't get that feeling, and usually, like, that's what you're buying this for. Yeah, the yeah. artwork is awful. I feel like most of the colors in that movie are pretty muted, so nothing's probably really going to pop in 4K. Because, honestly, I had the same reaction when I watched it. It was alright. Yeah. It was anything crazy. 
Next up on the list, uh, uh, favorite first time walk because of a Blu-ray. Tyler, what do you got? Okay, so favorite because of a Blu-ray. Um, favorite or at least notable first time watch. Doesn't have to be favorite. I just throw it out there. But yeah, you know, favorite or notable or what? Mm. I swear to God, if Tony and Mason say side text one more time, lose my fucking mind. <laughs> there's <laughs> no way you can put that again <laughs> because there's an obvious one, and I don't want to repeat it again. Come on, Dan. Where's the crazy what, sidekicks? No, there's an obvious My man, his, his sidekicks has been brought up like 30 times. Well, we're, we're, we've already got, like, what are you expecting to say? Oh, okay, all right, all right, all right, I got one. <laughs> all right, I got, so, my favorite, like, my number one favorite <laughs> because, of, because of a release is the Hourglass Sanatorium. My second, my follow-up, which is also was a contender to maybe uh, make my honorable mentions list, um, to Live and Die in L.A. from Kino, the 4K from William Friedkin. That movie, I like... Great. I, yeah, like, I saw that because, of, like, when it got announced, like, literally a year ago, it got announced, like, yeah, I'll just wait for the 4K to watch this. And I just, like, patiently waited, and I fucking loved it. Incredible. Movie. Great stuff. Great stuff. One of three stuff. Tony, what do you got? Uh, well, I mentioned this earlier, so it has to be my pick, and that is... American Nightmare. I really had a lot of fun with this early 2000s slasher. I love Debbie Rashan. She is an absolute fucking goddess. Always been a big fan of her. And it looks really good. The restoration of the film element looks nice. And yeah, very happy to have that in my collection. Super fun movie. Who put that up? Terravision. Interesting. I should. Just say that they put out Cannibal Camp out this year, which I did not grab, but I oh, yeah. one of my favorite SMB films. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah, what, a, what a great film that is. Pretty amazing. It's truly top five SMB. I would ask Mason's choice, but he, he left uh, whenever he comes back. To go take a shit. <laughs> straight up, straight up left. Um, okay, well he's gone. Uh, well, nah. Mason. Oh my gosh. Did you want me to go, Mason? What happened? Am I going? I mean, whatever you, whatever you want. Yeah. Yeah, whatever you want. Blind buys because of the uh, favorite watches because of the Blu-ray. Tyler's high out of his mind. Tony's like looking at the wall. Looking at, <laughs> looking at Mason's beautiful face. It was obviously okay. So was undefeatable. But I'll also mention uh, Night Screams was really cool to discover this year from Vinegar Syndrome. That's a really fun, stupid slasher. Also, I forgot about this one, but uh, Terminal Invasion from Kino that came out earlier this year. This was a cool blind by nice. and Bruce. Nice. Sell me on that fun. movie, Mason. Uh, do you like trashy sci-fi early 2000s? Like, it was literally only on the sci-fi channel, and it's starring Bruce Oh, Jane. baby. And it has horrible CGI. That seems like Tony Cannon. So Dude, dude brother. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't have it. That and, is a Tony film. Yeah. It's nice. Anyway, yeah, it and like last, um, probably, like, my favorite 
thing that I discovered with subscribing to Terravision was uh, chocolate strawberry vanilla. This was one of my faves from them. Really cool little character. Oh, yeah. Dark drama. Wow, okay. Very yeah. cool. Yeah. I know uh, Dave Parker recommended that one a lot, too. Yeah. It's from 2014, 85 minutes. But, yeah, it was really cool. I think all of you would like it. Very yeah. cool. Very yeah. cool. I think it's on Tubi. It could be chocolate, strawberry, vanilla. Could be on Tubi. Okay. Yeah, I know. I know Dave's definitely a fan of that film. He's brought it, brought it up uh, once or twice. Is cool. I show before, and uh, yeah, I actually did that film. Um, all right, man. Very cool. Uh, let's see. And then for uh, again, and Tyler, I said you wanted to pick up the most, but you didn't. Um, probably the Warriors would be num- my number one. I like. I really. All right, Tony. Like, I really like that edition. <laughs> I mean, not to be like too boring, but also the Warriors 4K. I really need to get that fucking 4K like something else. It came out at a bad time. I forgot it came out until it I just, like it, listened it, like, to Dave's last episode. Yeah. It like literally just came out. It's like it just came out like at a bad time where it's like Christmas and there's all these sales and they're trying to like get top dollar for it right now. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> What do you got? Oh, I, I, Tony reminded me that I neglected to pick up fucking Doom Generation, and now I, I know it like went out of print, but it's being reprinted. Are you familiar with this? Wait, what? It did? Because I wanted yeah. to, I wanted to pick. It's up. already out of print. Yeah, but it's going to be reprinted, I think, because you can't just go buy it. But it's going to come out again because it's sold huh. out quicker than this fucking company thought it would, or something. I don't know. But I'm a huge Greg Araki fucking fan, and shame on me for missing out on that. But hopefully I'll get another chance here soon. And I also hear that Nowhere is getting a release next year, and I'm super stoked for that. That'll probably be my top five next year. If it, it is. I tell you what, though, Rose McGowan. That would be good. Hello. 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 Wait. Can I get out? She was looking. All right. In my my last question for y'all, and this is definitely a uh, very spur-of-the-moment kind of question. Without thinking about it, what is one film, and I do mean one film, that you would want to make a 4K debut in 2024? Tyler, go. Or to cook the thief, his wife, and her. Has- Look at you, motherfucker. What's that? It has a Blu-ray. I want a 4K. That's <laughs> what right. you said. You said you want a 4K. God damn it. All right. Oh, we're able to Tony. Nine? Tony, pick. Well, like, I just watched The Cook, The Thief, His Wife, and Her Lover for the first time, like, a couple weeks ago. And to tell you the truth, like, with the deep reds and the greens and whatever, that movie will look fucking phenomenal in 4K. Like, let's be real. Um, Me, like, for me, like, it's always something like a slasher movie that I always want. And right now, the one that's popping my head is Body Count by Ruggiero Diodato. Mm -hmm. That not having an HD, like, release is still, like, almost, like, criminal. Like, why the fuck does that not have a Blu-ray? 
Very true. Great film. Mason, what about you? I don't know how possible it might be, but like I think still my number one that I think might be possible with this new Vinegar Syndrome label, cinematographer, whatever, uh, but I need to see Gummo. Ooh, Gummo would be That would be uh, perfect for that label. Yeah. I'm going to try to, like, be complete. Mason, who would put it out? Well, I would think Criterion first. That was always been my, like my most wanted. I, I think Criterion would do that one good. But this, like I said, this vinegar syndrome, it seems right up its alley. Yeah, so, yeah, that would be a good choice. I just have a feeling, like, and I hope you know who knows what the rights, but Harmony Kareen is probably you know enthusiastic about labels like Vinegar Syndrome, and hopefully he has a quote on the back of Final Flesh. Oh yeah. Yeah, there's like a quote. It's like I like I felt like I had to like take shots of mouthwash after watching this movie. <laughs> I, <laughs> yeah, I remember that quote. Korean quotes. <laughs> the town from that movie is like 40 minutes from me right now. Xenia. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Xenia, Ohio. Yep. Yeah. Oh. So that movie's pretty pretty legendary. My favorite here. movie of all time. So if that could be on next year's list, I'd be really killing it. Dang. <laughs> yeah. Well, gentlemen, it's been quite maybe I've gone through many, many, many a good day in 4K as well as into 2024. Uh, is there anything that you guys want to plug or we head out or uh, anything of the such? Any YouTube channels, podcasts, any of the such? Nope. No. All right. Well, Not on social media <laughs> at all. All right. Well, you, you can comment. Up. You can commonly hear me on a little podcast called Twenty Two Shots of Moods and Horror. That's a lot of fun. I'm kind of occupying like a, like a long term guest spot, so that's pretty pretty chill. Tony, what are you what are you doing tonight? You gonna meet a nice lady? You gonna meet a hot gal? No, my wife is probably asleep upstairs. <laughs> I'm going to smoke a lot more and then probably throw on a movie. Maybe in the Christmas. Tony, have you heard of Rat? Tony, have you heard of the uh, the Lord and Jesus Christ? He <laughs> <laughs> can save you from your devilish ways. <laughs> well, I I don't approve your ways. All right, to judge it, so I will not. Anyways, gentlemen. This has been quite a pleasure. I'm like 10 beers deep right now. I can't even think straight. But yeah. yeah, thank you guys for joining me on this expedition into the madness that is Blu-ray collecting. I got nothing else to say, so I'm going to stop recording here. Hey, everybody listening, uh, God bless. Uh, happy 2024 or whenever you're um, I don't know. Eat your vegetables, go to school, all that good stuff. No, I don't do that. Uh, you know. Uh, um, how do I want to stop recording this? Uh, there we go. Okay. I was.